Look up. Go on. Look over there. Can you see what I see? There is a little Capone Adam. Busy editing a magnificent podcast. Rarely does a Capone Adam do this. Let's get closer to witness this incredible sacrifice. Would you mind if I were to document this momentous occasion? Uh, yeah, yeah, go on, go on then. Um, that, well, that, that's probably it for the show. Um, obviously, you can follow the show on Twitter. We're at Computer Game Pod on Twitter. We're um, on iTunes, of course. We're, we're on Facebook. Uh, episodes go up each week on our YouTube channel. Just search for... The Notice Game. how he is editing the end uh, of the show into the beginning. No other podcast editor does this. It is a truly unique signature element of his editing. Of course. He will only do this for a short amount of time in fear of pissing off too many listeners. Hello and welcome to the Computer Game Show. My name's David Turner and I'm here with Sean Bell. Hello. And Matt Murray. Hello. And James Farley. Hi. (laughs) My name is Michael Fox. Right, we got any news this week? I'll be honest. Well, sorry, I'll be honest with you. I'm, I'm lost this week. I completely. I haven't even thought about the show. Usually, hello. Um, when we're rolling with this, I am constantly thinking about things to talk about. You know, trying stuff out to see. You know, keeping up with the news and stuff. This week has been fucking terrible for me. I've done nothing. So uh, we're 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 walking in blind, gentlemen. Um, has there been any news? Uh, Not with really. um, The oh, EA community chief yes. tweeted hashtag skate four. <laughs> look at look at you all like scrambling around. Yes, yeah, so, I was expecting to see like papers flying. No, no, I'm, just, I'm just happy that we've both gone straight for the the same headlines. We'll look after you. We'll look after you. Come on, in you come. That's, that's the big news of the week, Sean. Yeah, I what mean, it, it probably doesn't mean anything. Well, yeah, it's got to mean something. I mean, if the, so, the EA community chief just tweeted. Hashtag Skate Four, and everyone went mad. But, but he he surely won't have done it without a reason, unless he was like pissed or he's got his account. I'm gonna say, but just thought like I know what will wind people up. <laughs> I mean, it's up to twelve thousand retweets. So that's something. yeah. I mean, if it was other people, maybe like who used to work there or this and that. But the fact he's like the current community manager makes you think. If he had done it and he shouldn't have done it, then he would have been removed already and he probably would have got fired. But the fact it's still there, everyone's going mad. It's clearly, it's a really weird way of doing it, but it's clearly some sort of, you know, that's true. Because if he, I mean, if he that, was that, speaking out of turn, then it? he'd have been fucking sacked by now, wouldn't he? So, yeah, surely. Yeah, Skate 4 will be announced by this time next week. Wicked. That's, that's obvious. Switch I exclusive. Mean, Come on! It's probably already been announced by the time you hear this, mm-hmm. um, and there's there's a bit of news as well. I I was wondering whether I should announce this on the show, but I think I should. Cox, um, if you're listening to this, there's two things you'll have noticed that it downloaded super quick, didn't it, Matt? Super super quick. After taking uh, PayPal money from us all and um, putting our advertising money into our new servers, this is going to definitely work, and we're going to have no problems, are we? 
too late. <laughs> yeah. So you're bleed, bleeding fast. I also want to announce, and again, yeah, I questioned whether to announce this, but I was also thinking, well, maybe people would want to save listening, like stop listening now and come back in a couple of days because Capone Adams' remix of this very show will be live, hopefully, on Friday. It all depends to, <laughs> on how, how quickly he can work and how many hours of editing he's going to put into it. But uh, we're letting him edit a show. However, we're not going to completely hand the reins over to him. So this one's going to be the normal one. And in a couple of days' time, Adam's going to remix it and we're going to see what pops out. So just fair warning, if you don't want to hear the same show twice, I'm pretty sure Capone's will be quite different. He's already <laughs> he's already sent me a message saying he's going to put three hours of silence in it to make the file size even bigger. Um <laughs> So, you know, you've been warned. But that's what the... Uh, if you see two episodes of this show download, that's the reason why. Um, yeah, I mean, the, uh, the news has been dry. If if we're scrambling around for a hashtag skate for tweet, that's, it's not been great, is it? Uh, I mean, there's, there's also the Avengers one. Yeah. What's the, what's the Avengers one? Go on, Sean. Uh, basically, Square Enix and uh, Marvel have announced that they are they've done a, a multi-game deal, um, which is going to be based around the Avengers. But I mean, we literally know nothing else at this point, right? It's is it going to be a game for by, each Avenger? Uh, no idea. Um, all we know is that Crystal Dynamics are doing it with Idos Montreal. Um, they're good people, so yeah. yeah I mean, like too many people. The Deus Ex people. I, I like that game. No, so I don't know. Go on. This also means there's no more Deus Ex, didn't they? They said for a while. Yes, like it's that's which is a sad thing because that it was is. great. Mm. There was also a new Mass Effect trailer. You seen that? Yeah, yeah. Sean? I haven't actually. No. Oh my god, it's good. I I like that game. Yeah, it's I mean, really I already good. know I'm excited, so I think I'm happy just being on a bit of a blackout for. Definitely watch it. Yeah. Definitely watch it because it really doesn't give too much away, but it gets you so pumped. I, I like that game. I am uh, I'm properly up for that. Um, John Denton texts me after it went live saying that is dead cheesy. Also, it has the best frogs in the world ever. <laughs> yeah. Like the writing is just one-liners like yeah. coming out, but I just <laughs> don't care. Like, that was enough to make me go, yeah, I'm ready for this again. I, I like that game. Uh, cannot wait for that game. So it's, it's it. weird how like it with Mass Effect. Like it was so important that it was a trilogy, and that it was like it was this persistent presence for like five, six years in our lives, or whatever it was. And um, but with this, I'm sort of I quite like the fact that they've just said, "Look, it's just one game, and it wraps up." Like, oh, is oh, that what they've said? Have they said that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, this so it's is not just a new trilogy. No, no, this is just a, a, a standalone. I, I think they've even said they're not guaranteeing any like story DLC for it. Well, that'd be interesting. What what I'm quite happy about is that all they really need to do is focus on the story because the combat in three was so good. Yeah, that, that um, that's I mean, just stick that in the game with a new story, and I'm sure it'll be. And as long as the story's decent, it'll be fucking brilliant. Yeah. And people, um, f- people forget how good the multiplayer was in Mass Effect 3 as it well. It was really good. Mm. It was. The only problem with the multiplayer is that mm. the single player forced you to play it in order to get, <laughs> your, what was it, effective readiness or something? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. That was so... Galactic readiness, that was it. Yeah. That was such a bad idea, that. But, um, yeah, yeah, so... That trailer come out. That was about it. I mean, James, have you got any news to bring to the table today? I've got nothing. There's nothing. This is it, this is interesting because 
Sean and Matt have said, no, you were the news guy. You were supposed to sort the news. What's Hang going on? Now. Look, we never agreed that I was the news guy. <laughs> I just yes, we did. occasionally like put bits in that you then ridiculed. And I don't want to do so that. Who's responsible? <laughs> who's responsible for what then? Because Matt is responsible for... Um, uh, you well, you do the follow up stuff, let, right? Yeah, so I do, I do follow up. Um, I put I the do tweet emails. out. Oh, and I'm, I'm, James, I've still got my, I'm still doing my list of responsibilities. So um, <laughs> yeah, go on. I do follow up, of course. Um, I um, also tweet out on the Monday that we're recording. Uh, I do oh, the tweet do when tweet? the show. Oh, I do sh- tweet when the show's live. I upload the show. Um, okay, it's probably more. I think Matt does his fair share. To be fair, James, you say you do the emails, but you very rarely do the emails. That's not true. I do them every single week. I re- okay, Matt, don't I re- you do them? No, he doesn't do them. Go back and listen. So listen, right? I do the emails. Go back and listen. And I do the tweets. Okay, what does Sean do? Sean, <laughs> Sean. That's a good point. That is a good point, Sean. What do Absolutely you do? Absolutely, I off. show up. <laughs> right, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sean's the news guy from now on. Sean can put the news in the Google Doc. All right. No, Wicked. No, yeah. Well, look, see? Good. You're, you're a team player, Sean. So you, <laughs> do, yeah, all right, I'll do that. No fucking moaning. Spanging. Right, Sean, he's my boy. <laughs> get, get that news in there for next week because we are struggling. We are drowning. Um, Follow-up from last week's show, Matt. Was there any? There was a fair bit, actually. Um, so Did you pick up any iTunes reviews? I didn't check. <laughs> um, Sean, check. Can you check the iTunes reviews during? The- <laughs> I <laughs> physically cannot do that because I don't have an iOS device. Do it, <laughs> James. Search for the iTunes reviews. Anything dated between last week and this week? Do it, right, Matt. Continue with the follow up. Um, Athene Allen um, came up with a Dave. Do not pick up Lego City Undercover. It's the only game in the series that doesn't have co-op. Um, that that was obviously I've had discussion about Lego games last week. Yeah. Um, Tell me you haven't bought Lego City Undercover, Dave. I haven't. I have bought a game for Harry that I didn't own this time last week, but we'll get to that. Um, uh, yeah, to be honest, co-op right now is not an issue because, I, honestly, it's co-op with that child is impossible. Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> we sit he, there and play 3D World. Old. Like, yeah, <laughs> we sit there and we play 3D World and I watch him repeatedly chuck whatever characters arbitra- arbitrarily what the fuck? I can't talk tonight. <laughs> um, whatever character he's chosen just chucks him off the side of the map to his death. Uh, and I watch my little, you know, you know, <laughs> when you play, get to the end of a Mario game, you tend to have about 40 lives on you at least. Like that just drains. Like I'll walk out of the room, come back and there's another 10 gone. It's just a fucking <laughs> nightmare. So, um, yeah, co-op is not top of the list. What I'm more worried about is the loading times. Apparently it takes fucking ages to load and uh, he doesn't like loading that boy. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. Um, yeah, so I haven't bought it. We're all good. Sure. Um, if you don't know, better get to know. Uh, ben Cameron uh, also tweeted saying, James mentioned how easy and cheap it was to get four people playing on the Wii with Wiimotes, but a pair of Joy-Cons is just 70 quid. Uh, four players, good to go. I mean, it, it, it's still pretty expensive. But, yeah, but I, I guess but, you're just, you were mentioning the fact that you probably had loads of Wiimotes ready to yeah, go that's... when you had the Wii U. That's the point, yeah. Like you've already, people have already got them laying around, so you don't have to spend seventy quid. It's you know, but some people might have seventy do you know quid laying much, around. Um, do you know how much a new Wiimote is in Argos? Is it like thirty-five quid or something? Thirty-nine pounds. Wow. Thirty-nine pounds for a new Wiimote. Uh, if you don't know, better get to know. That seems a bit, <laughs> a bit pricey, doesn't it? Yeah. 
Here's a bit. Um, speaking of Nintendo, Ad of Black 39. Hello, chaps. Still loving the show, but ease up on the Nintendo talk. It's boring as fuck. Well, I've got news for you, Ad of Black. Go listen it's, to something we're else. We're coming to Nintendo season. <laughs> <laughs> well, who said this? Ad of Black 39. Ad of Black. Ad of Black. What, what do you want us to talk about instead? What can yeah. we possibly talk about instead? We've Fucking had. January. <laughs> with the announcement of the Switch. Or, the, you know, the presentation of Switch. We went and played the Switch. We wanted to hear what Matt thought of the Switch. Well, what could we possibly replace that content with? Oh. If you don't know, better get to know. The Xbox has got... Uh, I charged my pad the other week. I don't know what else we can talk about. We're, as I say, Scorpio's we're drowning coming. here. And that? <laughs> What's coming? Scorp- Scorpio's coming. That's a good point. If you don't know, better get to know. 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 To know. If you don't know, better get to know. If you don't know, better get to know. If you don't know, if you don't know. If you don't know, better get to know. To know, to know, to know. If you don't, you don't know, better get to know. If you don't know, better get to know. If you don't know, better get to know. If you don't know, if you don't, if you know. If you don't know, to know, to know. If you don't know, to know, to know, to know, to know. Scorpio so, is coming. Talk yeah. about rumours. Next I follow mean, up. That, that, yeah, but we've got five weeks till the new console's out. We're going to talk about it. So get in line. Speaking of Switch, um, <laughs> Farley, and uh, have you given John your Switch pre-order? I have. I saw some tweets flying about Shit. in the week. Yeah, John John Denton now has my Switch pre-order. Yeah. I'm so well. are you now Switch pre-orderless? Is that it? Yes, now? I'm. Yeah, I'm not getting one now. I am well surprised. I am well surprised. I genuinely thought you were going to somehow, like, sort of text John when the show went out and say, "No, I was, I was joking about that, right?" Or, or no, even worse, I was expecting a text the next day saying, "Can you edit that bit out?" Because <laughs> <laughs> you're the only one that's ever done that in this podcast, and uh, you seem to do it. You've done it loads, so <laughs> done it, <laughs> usually done it once the answer is or twice. No, but, you know. you've done it about three times, I think. See that cocaine? Fucking do it. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, Here's the awkward business. Um, Adam's getting the raw files. (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) I'm sure Adam will do the right thing. So now, I mean, I know I'm going to bleep it out, but uh, (laughs) Capone? (laughs) Find out later. That's, uh, yeah, we're fine. Um, Right, next bit of follow-up. Uh, yeah, so um, um, uh, Sean tweeted in a week about Resident Evil looking amazing uh, but being too scared. Um, yes. And he's not the only one. Um, Miss Rangers 909 tweeted in <laughs> saying, honestly, what about, what are, what, basically, is she asking if, if, if us guys on the podcast are boys or men? Dave's scared of spiders. Uh, Sean scared of Resi. Farley, his shadow, question mark. And they asked what I'm scared of. Um, well, I'm also scared of Resident Evil, actually. I would love to play it, but, um, but just, I can't. You're scared of growing old. I'm scared of growing old. I'm I'm used to it. Yeah, I'm... you're scared. You're scared of aging. Go on. You're scared of aging, like blatantly. I'm I'm very much used to it. I'm I'm balding. Uh, I'm 34. It's it's game over for me. You tweet with <laughs> hashtags. Oh yes. <laughs> very much. For you the try. Young ones. You try and be the first person on every social media to try and look cool in front of children. It's. Yep. I mean, it's embarrassing, Matt. 
Do you ever just, do you ever get it, that thing where you lit, just Dave. like you just you're throwing clothes on, yeah, and you just like <laughs> jean is jean uh, is jeans, trainers, and a t shirt, and then you see yourself in the mirror and just be like, "This is a fuck. This is a young man's game. <laughs> Can't do yeah, this." No, that's, <laughs> I, I, I moved over to polo like, shirts ages ago. Sean. <laughs> Did, Sean, you've never looked young. I mean, even when I first Thanks, met mate. you, you looked like an old man. <laughs> like someone, you look like a humanities teacher. You know what I mean? <laughs> Um, Disgrace. I just, you know, I'm, just, I'm just saying, you've always looked like an old man, James. Thanks, mate. I, I mean, I don't know if it's a good or bad thing. He's got the biggest baby face I've ever seen in my life. Like, honestly, he looks like he's just been born. Uh, I suppose that's a good thing because he's you're the oldest, aren't you? Yeah, I think so. By some way, so um, some <laughs> but somehow, Come out, still not by some just... way. It's a couple of years. It's not like ridiculous. No, it's not a couple of years well, between well, me well, and well, you. What is the order? It's, it's Farley, then me, then Farley's Sean in his forties, isn't he? No, I'm not in my forties. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, the listeners—they know where he lives now, and now they're pinpointing his age. <laughs> <laughs> What's your mother's maiden name, James? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah, Matt, Matt's like proper. He's got fear of aging. He wears all these, tries to wear these clothes and that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I try and wear the clothes, and then decide against it. Um, that that's it. That's it for. for, for who, who said that? Who was having a dig at us about being scared of stuff? Uh, is is Ms. Rangers nine nine nine? Oh right, I guarantee Ms. Rangers nine 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 is petrified of something ridiculous, like balloons or clowns or something. I bet there's something. Everyone's got a fear. Uh, all right, not everyone's <laughs> fear makes them completely have a heart attack, like mine does. But <laughs> but you know. We're all, we're all, uh, okay, right. We're, we're all so, Dave, if you people. see a picture of a spider, is that enough to set you off? Like, what's the, is it just real life spiders? What? Anything. Anything. The word spider freaks me out. What about like ants? Are you the same about that sort of thing as well? Ants all right. No, they're all right, little fellas. They build, build what things, about don't they? Long I could, I could fucking hell, you can tell legs. we're filling for time. This is mental. If I'm like Daddy Longleck, I'm like, oh, that's weird. But I'm not like they're just a bit. They look more stupid than anything else. They're just like fumbling about all over the place, like bashing into shit. <laughs> what are, quite what are your phobias? Uh, email us the computer game show at gmail.com or tweet us at computer game pod. Jesus. Right, James, are you going to read these reviews out? I don't really want to because they're all really like nice, and I feel weird. Well, that's how great we are. Read them out, surely. No, because there's quite... Actually, I'm quite surprised. I don't mean about the show. Because I mean... there's quite a lot of them. And it's like, I don't want to read them all. There's too many. Just read some. We are James, to do what, what, you're the laziest fucking bastard <laughs> on the face of the planet. Okay. Um, let's have a look. Okay, so we've got somebody addicted to oxygen. He says, a fantastic podcast. Always goes to number one on my listening list. Great banter and game chat. Always love the dad chat. A great bunch of lads. Especially James. Wow. Don't read them out if they're just praising us because that, that's just hugely embarrassing. It's just if there's anything about you, that's, that's what I want to hear about. Okay, so Gizmo3200 uh, says um, a one store podcast with a five star man. Five stars for James. James Farley, Oats and Barley. Now there's a cracker of a man if I ever did hear one. James. <laughs> <laughs> you know this is sarcasm, right, James? <laughs> <laughs> no, there's, I think, I think James legit, has written yeah. these. I think these are. <laughs> <laughs> I do. do you know I've always thought this right 
I have a feeling that one day it's all going to come out that James is just absolutely full of shit. He's never been to China. He doesn't know what goes on there. Everything you've heard James say about China is false. He's not a doctor. And do you know what? If that did all come out, I'd still be really good friends with him because I just I'd love to have someone like that in my life that just goes what, <laughs> just massive lying about everything. <laughs> yeah. That's, well, he's not conning me, is he? He's just, I suppose, yeah, because like, you, could, you could meet people and be like, do you want to hear how we met? Yeah. <laughs> yeah me and this guy here. Well, for, I spent for, 10 years thinking... <laughs> thinking that James had been... He'd met his wife somewhere in Slough. <laughs> Flesh and a bit of bit of soft bone. Cool. Uh, right, so there's there's no other um, emails about you then, James? Well, there is, but I'm not gonna not gonna read any more. It's uh, yeah. I think uh, unbelievable. We specifically asked everyone to write it's stuff about you. Dave. You can't just sit here reading out like stuff that says nice things about us. It's just it's no, no. Just... I don't want anything about us. Jesus, we should probably get to the games. This is insane. Yeah. What is this? Let's go closer. My goodness, it is a huge, big Graham Hunter. Who has a head like a bag of potatoes is rolling towards the Capone at him. Hey, how you doing? Yeah, hey, hey. You're redditing that episode, aren't you? The new episode for the computer game show. Yep, yep, I'm editing it now, Graham, like right now. Well, I've made my own uh, music, like for the intro for the podcast you could use it it's okay graham i've i've done something for the intro it's done what did you do do we really have to look i just did like the music for joypod i thought it'd be you know like a wink to the dedicated listeners not the new ones you know i thought they'd be like oh yeah like the good old days so I just played the old Joypod tune. Well, I made one that fits with the new concept of the show. It's, it's just the same show, Graham. Just, it's fine. Just go. I'm busy doing this show. Just go. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry for bothering you. Matt, what you been playing? Um, oh god, I'm so glad you come to me first. So, cast your minds back to last week's episode. Um, we discussed The Last Guardian, um, a game I was I was absolutely loving. You know, in in I haven't had any of the problems you guys have had. I thought yeah, you guys are idiots. Just just pet just pet the beast and <laughs> as it were, and, uh, <laughs> and and get on with it and and get through the game. It's it's a it's a lovely lovely game. Um, that that swiftly changed when I decided to play the second half of that game this week. And 
it was the closest I've ever come to smashing a pad on the floor. It was fucking <laughs> horrific. And it's totally changed my view of the game. Like, completely changed my view of the game. It's, oh God, it's such a massive pile of shit. I can't believe, it got me so angry. <laughs> fuck. Jesus, fuck. Oh my God, right. Okay, so well, well, we've got to spoil some bits because I, I can't, like, skirt around this. I've got to talk about a couple of puzzles. I can't Should do this anymore. Um, I can't do it. Just <laughs> what? What can't you do, James? I can't do this. I look. You can't just, lie just... about your experience with the last card. <laughs> no, because I really, I still really love it, and I'm, I can't do this. Just Matt, go on, do your thing. I just can't do it. <laughs> what is James? Are you about to leave James, the podcast? His heart is not in it today. To, his heart is not. In... What you're about to quit, <laughs> then, James? <You> know. <laughs> He can't be bothered to do the news. He can't be bothered to read out the iTunes reviews, and he doesn't want to listen to okay. Matt. First of all, how first I... of all, I didn't. I, as we as we've already established at the beginning, I didn't agree to do the news in the first place. I think he did, but go I on. That was a given thing. Well, second of all, I knew this was going to happen. It's just like Matt's turning heel. You know, it's this has been ridiculous. <laughs> no, James, I'm positive as fuck, but this game ruined me this week. <sighs> Right, okay, so we can... We're not going to spoil things. Okay, but Um, I need to talk about a puzzle. Yeah, you can can talk about that that puzzle. I think that's pretty well known by now, right? I mean, it's not a huge puzzle. It's just a puzzle. It doesn't doesn't affect, like, story or anything. It's just... If you're absolutely... We're not doing doing spoiler bar. If you... you, Shut up. If you... um, (laughs) Cox, if you totally don't want to hear anything about Last Guardian, then switch off, but, um, yeah... I, J- Sean, have you played any more of it? Uh, no, I was going to say, it's just, just the infamous water bit. It is. By any chance. It is. Right. There's, see, there's two water bits, so we okay. need to be a little bit more... Sp- We've got Matt, over to you. Go go for it. So, uh, I, yeah, I'd, I'd heard about this water puzzle. Um, you know, a lot of people saying that gives them issues. And um, There's a water bit, and in fact, I think it was basically just after I, I finished playing the game before last week's show. Um I yeah, I got to the first water bit. I was like, oh, brilliant. I've done this first section of the water, with the water puzzle in inverted commas. No problem. I don't know what everyone's worried about. There was like a bit with a tail. I was like, oh, this is a bit annoying, but I managed to sort out fairly quickly. Brilliant. There is no issue whatsoever. Um, and then I got to the second part of the um, water puzzle. Yeah, and it got me so angry. I, I, was, I, I wanted to punch things. So, I, I mean, so... I won't talk all about everything about the water puzzle, but essentially there is a bit where you've got to be in water and you've got to dive under the water uh, through these tunnels, essentially. But I, I quickly worked out what I needed to do. So it wasn't like, okay, the, the, the puzzle is so obtuse that it's impossible to work out what to do. Like, really, I, in fact, so there are actually two tunnels. You basically do the identical same thing in both tunnels. The first tunnel, I saw it. I went under, under, under dived underwater. Brilliant absolutely easy this is not this is not of trouble whatsoever i know what i'm doing i did exactly the same thing for the second tunnel and that thing would not dive it would go under the so, water so just, just to clear it up right just to clear it up the you as the boy fall into a huge pool of water right um and there's a bit where you have to dive down underneath a sort of gate and then um swim through to the other side and open the gate up to let uh trico through then um, I don't even know how it sort of directs you to do it. Like, there's no... I had to look it up in a guide. Then you have to get Trico to... Uh, or Trico to dive down, like, really low in the water while you're on his back so that he 
or she takes you all the way to the other part of the yeah area, I, I, essentially right? basically you, you on your own can dive underwater just as a kid but you can only get so far and then basically after so far it's clear you can't go any further and you go back to the surface because you basically can't hold your breath for that long but but you can basically essentially dive with Trico and he takes you underwater much further underwater further underneath this tunnel you know much further than you would have been able to do on your own but we're with him you can get under the tunnel what, and get to what the I'm saying end. what I'm saying is that you you don't see that there's anything down there to dive to do you no 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 uh, you do you do because, because the first one I looked underwater I saw an underground tunnel there's also a bit where you basically got like, um, raise a gate uh, raise a, a giant or gate door thing so I, I knew what to do and the first one I just did it I just went underwater Trico's behind me one went on his back brilliant it got to, it got to the other end the other one is exactly the same but he would not to do it he would not do it I would dive underwater with Trico on his back he would get to the entrance of the under, underwater tunnel and in turn away for literally no fucking reason it is insane i was doing exactly the same things oh and it, and, and it, it, i was basically an hour like maybe over an hour doing the same thing over and over again it wouldn't be so bad but after he then like got to the tunnel entrance and then like swam away then you've got to wait fucking ages because he swims to the other end of the fucking cave and you've got to wait for him to get out of the water then you've got to like call him back over then get on his back then go under he, he'll ignore the tunnel like a twat he'll go back at resurface <laughs> he'll go to the end it's just so slow and laborious and then he just was ignoring me for literally no reason oh god <laughs> Matt there was when, when I first oh. did that bit right uh, this, the second part this. of that water puzzle there was this weird bit where he did dive down and I was holding on to him but then for literally no reason the boy had just let go and I floated back up to the top and then I had to wait for about three minutes for Trico to come back and then float back up to the top and then I couldn't get back down there again. I was trying everything. It was a fucking nightmare. For people listening to this and saying, "Oh, well, you know, if you do it too much, he gets angry." I turned the I turned the PlayStation off. I, I restarted my save. I petted him for fucking ages. I left it for a while. And then the one time it did do it, it just did it. It was exactly the same as the other hours worth of tr- attempts I did. It just did it because that's what f- the fucking beast did. It it made no sense. It made absolutely no sense. Oh, do God. you know? Do you want to know the actual way to do it? Yeah, well, yeah. I found that I found I f- I found this on a YouTube video because I was stuck and I was trying everything. And what you have to do is get on his back hey. and make him swim over to where the tunnel is, like on the yeah. same wall that the tunnel is, and then point that. towards that wall. <clears throat> yeah, I did that a did billion you- times. You pointed towards that wall. Yeah, I did that a billion. See, the first time I did that, it, it worked. But like, my argument is, well, how am I supposed to know that that's the specific command, command that he needed for him to dive down? But if you're saying you tried that, then I tried that. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I had I, I, after like forty-five minutes an hour, I thought, fuck this, I'm gonna look online. And uh, then other people said, I'll oh, just just, re- just restart the save, and then you're basically in the bit with it. Um, where, where where you where you lift the gate just from that angle, jump on him um, and jump underwater, and he will jump. He will go straight there. Basically, you can either get on his back and try and get him to go underwater, or if you dive very close to him, he will go underwater, and you can sort of grab onto him when you're underwater. Neither of those are working. You know, with both of those, I got to a certain stage, and he would just he would get literally to the entrance of his underwater tunnel and then turn to the right. It's almost not my not more was not, not my monitor off the of the uh, destin. Yeah, it's just, it was so bad. Anyway, but from that moment onwards he was a massive twat for the entire rest of the game. And it totally ruined my experience. 
Um, I still think it's great for a number of different reasons. I think the ending is really, really special. Um, graphically, it looks really great at point at points, but th- that totally changed everything about the game for me. He was just a massive twat from that moment onwards. It was the first half was fine. You know, I'd obviously heard about the issues, but for me, he was fine from that moment onwards. He was doing nothing, nothing I wanted. Th- th- there's another bit later on with like bridges and stuff, and he was just going the opposite way for literally no reason. He was just like jumping down. I was like, no, jump up! Like I've used the same controls for the whole game. I- actually, on last week's show, Dave, you said that you thought the uh, D pad, the um, face buttons were basically a D pad for for the beast. I'm fairly sure it's not the case. And one basically is 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 a is a jump action. One is sort of go over there. One is stay. Anyway, but um. That's a different story altogether. Well, no, it was, it was more the the triangle and um, uh, the triangle and the what is it? Uh, X, s- not square. square. The X, yeah, is, is uh, sort of up and down for the beast. I think I, I still think that's relatively true, no, but I, I don't. Believe but that's then the it case. just changes stuff. It just fucking changes stuff. I I've got a feeling that there's some stuff going to come out for this, and someone's going to, you know, break open the code or whatever, and realise that there's a massive flaw that. You know, if you do one thing in the wrong place, then it changes, like it fucks the AI up a bit. Because mm. it's just so weird how, like, you know how you're explaining that it was fine and then suddenly went just completely ignoring you and everything. Yeah, It was as if that switch happened a lot earlier for me. You know, because ever since the bit where you learn to use the different commands and stuff, uh, just before you jump over that, that gap in the bridge... That's where he just. That's where he started just being a complete fucking dick, and and it lasted the rest of the game. I mean, um, I thankfully, the water bit I got through a lot quicker than you did. But there were other bits where I, I'm sure I was there. You know, way longer than you ever were. There's also another section with. Um, I'll just gonna say a circular room, and that bit. Oh, that that bit took me forever as well. I was there for another hour. Like this is impossible and that uh, that wasn't about trico that was just about sort of um the the uh difficulty of of the area but it wasn't actually to a trico itself and i looked hold on well well, so it was that the was that the bit it's a bit of the guards why that that's your fault though right because you didn't realize that there was a solution it it is yeah but and then when i found (laughs) solution it's like it's like 15 seconds but Oh, the fact I was like trying for an hour this this other way, which I thought was the correct way to do it, and I got really super close one time. I was like, okay, this is this must be the way because there's no way it would have let me. Yeah, and then when I had to read a, a, a another guide to find a solution, it's like do that, and it's like yeah, it's like literally thirty seconds of the easiest gameplay ever, and it was done. Um, yeah, James, do you know what bit he's talking about? No, I, I don't know um, which bit. The bit with you know the bit where you're getting chased by an increased number of guards. Yeah. Oh. Um. Matt didn't know that you could uh, that um, tri- you can use a tail. Trico could help you. Oh, really? I <laughs> know. Yeah, I, I I mean, I worked that out really quickly, and then when I was reading a guide later, it, it, it was saying this bit's really difficult because you know at one point you're going to have loads of people yeah, taking you on. And I was, I was like, reading the guides too, so that that's why I thought, okay, this must be the way to do it. Because if even the guide saying this is really really tricky because you'll have like eight guards chasing you, I'm like, well. You know, the, surely. The, <laughs> so when I found the other solution, I was like, "Hey, hang on. even the, even that guide for IGN or whatever, even that guide's got it wrong." Come on, oh, man. <laughs> but, but I thought um, that was really, really obvious because when you go into the central part of that area, you see the towel and you've got the please the yeah. shield. But, so surely you're yeah, like, well, I just I just didn't twig like when I saw that central central bit, I just saw the tail 
hanging down. So I assume it was just there, you know, to jump on to get out of the air once you've done it. But it's yeah, like to I, draw I, them out, don't you? You have to like draw yeah. them into that room. And it was, and so, much, it was so much easier when I did that. But I, 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 you know, the way I was doing it was just rock hard. I was there for, I was there for about an hour, an hour as well. Uh, but yeah, um, it, it's a really great ending, and yeah, it's just a really, really great ending. But the game is just it's so love hate. The first half was brilliant, and there are definitely nice bits in the second half. But for me personally, it's just totally, totally soured the experience, uh, which is which is a shame, really. So, James, you were giving it all the big and last week about, mm, see, it's just you two. But then, like, <laughs> I mean, yeah, but this, this is the thing. Like you said, it's like maybe, maybe there is something where it goes wrong or something because I just didn't get that. So, it is, it is odd. It is, it is really I odd. Have, I, I, I'm questioning. I'm questioning you here because when we were chatting about it last week, you were like, "Yeah, I just didn't get that." And then when we were complaining about stuff, you were like, "Yeah, that happened like once or twice." Yeah, but exactly. <laughs> like, but I didn't. I didn't have the situation on. where I was sitting there for forty-five minutes waiting for it to do something, like you said it Jesus. did. I didn't get that. That, pro- that properly. I mean, I said that. I said at the time the it, I was getting you know the cold sweats like of anger. You know um, <laughs> when you play trials games. And you get to like a bit that you just can't do, and you're doing it over and over and over again. Oh god! And yeah. You can feel the heart starting to beat, and then you can feel yourself like there's like a film of cold sweat around your head, like but you're you're hot inside your head. <laughs> so it's just a really weird <laughs> feeling. I was totally getting that playing Last Guardian. The thing is, like, like it's like it's annoying anyway. But that's when it really shows up the controls to be being an absolute leg and the camera like the camera's bad and the controls are you know just a bit a bit shoddy anyway but when you're like when you're desperately trying to get around a guard or do something impo- you know, which seems impossible or the game's just not playing ball like it just makes those feel even worse like what the fuck am i doing having said that i think it's um i actually do think Damn it's yeah. sort of a, it's essential for people to play because I, f- I feel like it, it's it's a really unique game i mean i haven't played the previous team Ico game so 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 maybe this isn't actually um that unique but for me i haven't played a game like it um and i think it's sort of worth playing even before it's faults i think it does do some interesting stuff and stuff that not many other games uh do or or, or are doing so i've got to applaud it for that and and i think and it, got i think, think it's worth the sort pl- of 10 year lifespan of the development of this game did, did not help maybe if his thing was smashed out in a year or two we wouldn't be talking about those issues but my god frustrating right, that that doesn't that argument doesn't rub with me because it's stuff that's, I, I, that's I'm, been not excusing it. I'm just saying it, it would have been fascinating to see a game like this built within two years but obviously that's a that's that, that's a non-argument you can't even talk about that but yeah um yeah, it's like I agree with you that it, it you know, I'd, I'd still want people to play it, but it, it, you know, that stuff makes it so hard to recommend. Do you know what I mean? Um, like, it, I would like, still definitely, like, definitely, definitely recommend it. It's just frustrating as fuck. But, but, yeah, but, but maybe have a play You couldn't just recommend it to anyone, though, could you? Well, I wouldn't. Um, no, I mean, I, I, think, I think if you're, if you're, um, what I would class as a core gamer, someone who's like super, super into gaming, I would absolutely recommend it. I think it's definitely, definitely worth experiencing. And you might have a playthrough like James where you've had no issues whatsoever. But hang um, on, you just said it was the worst thing ever at the beginning of this and you hated it. But I, but, but <laughs> yes, but I still think it's really interesting and I'm still glad I've gone through that anger because I think it does do some interesting stuff. It's just frustrating as fuck for me, especially the second half. First half was fine. 
and I was really enjoying it. I thought, oh God, I'm going to just love this game and everyone else is saying, oh, it's, it's bullshit or it's, it's it's impossible. I was thinking last week, oh, I'm going to love this game. It's going to be like a 9 out of 10. I'm, I'm just I'm going to breeze through it. It's going to be a really great experience. It totally changed for me. It might not change for other people, um, but I still, after all that, after all said and done, I still recommend it. Mm, I, I always put my brother as the bar on this one. Like, because... He used to play, you know, quite, you know, he played Zelda Ocarina of Time growing up. He played, um, he played uh, Eco, stuff like that. Um, and the, uh, for me, I want him to play this because he liked Eco at the time. Uh, and, you know, I think that he would like the story and the way it's told and everything. But at the same time, I cannot see him putting up with five minutes of what I had to put up with, let alone hours of it. I, I could just see him the first moment he's going, oh, go up there and lift me up to that platform. And then like sort of Trico just like walks off like a div. He'll just, he'll just turn it <laughs> off and go, nope, <laughs> that's it. So like, I can't do it. And then have a pop at me for even recommending it. So I, yeah, I don't want to risk it. But if, if <laughs> Not he likes Ico, Ico, then I would recommend it to him, and yeah, he 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 may well get to a point where he hates it, but at least see how far you get. You know my brother quite well, Matt. Yeah. Matt. Do you really see him sitting playing that? But if he liked it, if he liked Eco back in the day, I mean, maybe he's he's probably probably has less time for that sort of shit now. But I would, I still recommend it. He might just no, play because it Eco like Eco was uh, it it had its faults, but um. It wasn't no. It wasn't anywhere near as frustrating as this. I I I do sort of fancy playing those games again. Do you reckon they'll they'd hold up? Have you, when was the last time well, you played? As these I say, I played Shadow Colossus about three years ago, um, maybe four, and uh, just unbelievably good. Like I really really enjoyed it. Eco, I tried to play, but the the, the biggest problem with that is the save system and the checkpointing is really bad, mm. which wasn't. It wasn't bad for the time, but but now it's kind of like, whoa, I'm way back here. <laughs> this is annoying. Um, whereas Shadow of Colossus didn't really have that. Shadow of Colossus was, in my opinion, it's my favourite of the trilogy, like of the three games, if you want to call it a trilogy. Um, it, it, I loved that game from start to finish, and it was the most recent I played it. And it, it still had, you know, the odd stuff where you just kind of think, oh, we've moved on from this now, haven't we? Um, but I imagine it's probably the it was, same camera as this, so... It probably won't be that bad. I don't remember the camera being anywhere near as bad. bad. Jesus, Usual. Better than. I don't, but then it was I'd pretty much entirely outdoor environments. I'd, I'd... That's true. That so, helps. Yeah. I, I, well, I'd, even the outdoor environments of this are a total ball lake. It, it's not the location. It's just <laughs> it just it's never in the right place. Um, so I, I was talking to someone, someone at work about the Ico and, and Shadow, and they said basically Ico is it's it, it's it's it, it doesn't a girl basically follow you around a lot, so it's got similar similar sort of mechanics to to, to how the dog sort of follow uh, to, to the beast following you around in um, oh. in um, in the Last Garden, and then Shadow's obviously got the climbing aspect, much like the, mm. the mechanic in it. So it's got two of the most annoying mechanics in in both of the previous <laughs> games. Well, no, the climbing the climbing stuff. Is in my opinion, was a lot better in Shadow because you were either holding on or you weren't. Um, so you had to in Shadow Colossus, you had to hold down a button to hold on. It was like one of your shoulder buttons that you had to hold on, and then you had a grip meter, so you could only hold on for a certain amount of time. Um, okay, right. But you can increase the grip meter by collecting things, getting those like shiny bugs or something. They were a little lizards, weren't they? Yeah, and you got powered up. 
oh, every no, no. class. I, I remember that, actually. He said, he said in ICO, the annoying thing is that well, aren't they like people who basically drag you or drag the girl off and try and take them That's through right. the doors? So, yeah. yeah, so the guards dragging you off and taking you through the doors is annoying as fucking the last guardian, and the ICO's got that. Shadow's got the annoying climbing mechanics. So, well, uh, the difference is the difference is in uh, Eco, you, ICO, you had something to swat them away, like you were attacking them personally. So, um, you know. I was kind of, and not only that, they were used more as a, of a puzzle than anything else, weren't they? It was kind of like, okay, you yeah. need to get from here to here, but you can't go too far because these guys will grab the girl and and take her away. I, I did so like that one. Puzzle you had to work out how to do all the last garden. The puzzle with the the lights. I thought that was really good. I would have liked more of that stuff, really. Which one? The, the lights, where the lights were turning around, and you had to basically run through this area where if the light's basically if you got caught by the light then the the guards would come out but there were there was like four or five lights um it's it's a, it's a part of a level where you start really high up and you have to climb down this structure and then you're on the, the this area where there's loads of lights rotating and you have to sort of run in, in oh, between yeah, the lights yeah, yeah. yeah. That, no i remember I really that, that puzzle. Cli- i would have done yeah, definitely more of that stuff um hmm. yeah weird i think the, the other oh, thing was the so I was going to say the climbing in Shadow of the Colossus was meant to be a bit of a struggle. Like it felt like you were really earning like every bit of progress you made, and it was like, yeah. and you'd have to sort of try and plan your 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 climb up the monster. It was like it was it was really smart. Well, you totally and, had to do that because they had yeah. like a there was like a the way it showed you how to take down the the monsters was that they had like big glowing patches, and yeah. nine times out of ten you had to get on. Hang on. We'll look after you. And use your... Like, you needed to get stable, and then um, the longer you held down the attack button, the more damage you'd do by plunging a knife into them. But at the same time, the more you held it down, the more chance you had of just falling off. Yeah. So it was kind of like a you know risk-reward risk stuff. That game was so good. And yeah. it was... It was I, I like that game. Just as emotional as the last, because I found the last Guardian very, very emotional. By the end, I thought it was it was superbly played out. Yeah, I didn't um, get that. I was really. I mean, I won't say too much because I guess it's spores elements. No, of we it. can't. I, we I, can't I, I wouldn't ever go specifics, but even just my my emotions, I, I obviously won't won't say that because it does sort of give it give an idea of what happens. But yeah, I expected more in that respect. Referencing, I I had the biggest physical reaction to that ending than I have any other game um literally you know that shiver down the spine moment yeah i, I had um, nothing i was just i really was expecting like, a, a huge emotional punch but just i got nothing right it's interesting because it directly steals from another game and if i was to mention what game it was you'd all know <laughs> the ending but um <laughs> it does it better in my opinion i thought it was wonderfully done uh but yeah it's a shame yeah um shame but also, I'm kind of glad that you're not on James' side going, what's the matter with you guys? Well, I was last week, that's the thing. <laughs> last week, I thought this was no problems whatsoever. Um, after I finished playing that, you sent me Doom, Dave, didn't you? Send me Doom in the post. That is a good computer game. Mm. I, I played play very little. I was playing and playing it all over the weekend, but I was far too busy watching the first, uh, the new series, actually, this new show called America. They've just changed the lead actor, but it's uh, it, it's quite compelling viewing. I was just watching News 24 all weekend, basically. 
Um, but Doom, the, the little bit I've played, um, it. I mean, I, I, it's so far so far in. I can't really talk about it, but I will say instantly that the gun feel, if that's even a word, feels amazing. You've just put the fucking cherry on it, right? Um, I've only done like the first level, if that. But just like just jumping into an enemy and firing a shotgun just feels amazing. I haven't really felt guns feel that good since like Destiny. Oh, look at that. Um, yeah, but I, I'm I'm still only, like on the first level, so I've I've barely played it at all. But uh, yeah, I'm very interested to go back to that game. Yeah, it's strange. I didn't like. I, I was the complete opposite when I first started playing it, and I'm not saying you're wrong because the game does feel good to run around with a shotgun blasting people's heads off and stuff. But um, I think I really didn't like the pistol at the start, although I hear that you can upgrade that and it becomes absolutely yeah, like, incredible mean, to use. Again, I'm only level one, but yeah, the, the pistol doesn't feel. I mean, like the pistol from Halo felt a lot more solid than this. Uh, but it's just, I just did. Is is in like the second or or third like room? We have loads of enemies, and you're there's like multi level. Uh, uh, blocks you can jump on. I did like a few a few bits. Where I was like jumping off them and shotgun straight into an enemy. It just felt felt class. <laughs> really good. Yeah, I think I think where the game really comes into it is when you've got like a huge arsenal of different um, different uh, weapons because it's not so much how each individual weapon feels; it's how you switch them up and create havoc from just trying new things and seeing what, like soon enough, you'll have a favorite weapon for each enemy. Oh, cool. And, uh, and all of a sudden when you're in a room full of like completely different enemies, you're like constantly going, okay, there's that type switch to this one. There's that type switch to that one. And you sort of, it doesn't feel like it's, uh, you know, <laughs> I don't know why I'm liking this to, um, Pokemon, but, it's not like you're coming across a water Pokemon and then going, okay, right, now I need a... Um, mm. Fuck my life. I put my heart and soul into this place. My heart fucking soul. It's not like you come across a fire Pokemon and then set a water Pokemon on it. It's not like that obvious. It's it's it feels a little bit more personal. Like I feel yeah, the way I'm dealing with the floating ball things is probably different to how anyone else would. But for me, it worked, and that's what I wanted to do. Fuck my life. Yeah, like the way you, when you get new weapons and the way you upgrade it. Like when you first find out that you can upgrade weapons, you're a bit like, oh, I thought this is fucking Doom. Why is it RPG shit in it? But you, they make such tangible differences to the way you interpret the game. And it, it's like you're building your own little vocabulary and your own little suite of dealing with certain situations and stuff. And, and as Dave says, like it's, you can end up with like a very different take on certain enemies or situations or whatever than other people. Yeah, that's, that's, that's exactly it. And and the little jokes as well uh, along the way, like how you upgrade is just fun, like, properly made me laugh the first time. <laughs> uh, I don't want to spoil it, 
so don't. Um, no. how, um, I'll let my I'll, I'll let my really. But there's a usual way. You know when you um, find like a terminal in a computer game and it lets you upgrade. Mm. You know, or a certain area of the game, like a certain object that you use to upgrade. Like you stop, you restock, you you upgrade your weapons and stuff. There's one of those in this, and it's just fucking hilarious what happens. Like it's just so <laughs> dumb and so stupid that I, I just properly belly laughed when it happened the first time. <laughs> how, how long uh, did it take to finish this game? Uh, about six, seven hours, I think. Oh, okay. I did it pretty yeah, quickly. It's not, oh, it's not massive. It's it's one that you're meant to sort of obsess over and replay, um, which I didn't feel any need to do, but. But yeah, it is. I went back great. and did a few um, areas again, but uh, yeah, you, I didn't feel the need to do it. The only thing I regret about my first playthrough that I've, I wish I didn't do is Matt, have you come across any of those great big green sort of uh, light balls of light? This is sort of like a rock, but it's glowing uh, green. I, I mean, I, I'm literally on the, on the first level, so I, I don't recall. Right, that. okay. I think they start the next level. Mm. When you go across them, it says, hey, do you want to try this challenge? And I was like, no, that's blatantly for, blatantly for people on their second run. I'll, I'll do that if I go back on the second run. It's, you know, I just want to crack on with the main cap. Don't do them because A, they're brilliant to play and B, you get really good rewards out of them that will help you uh, later on. And by the, by the end of the game, I was regretting not finding every single one of them, to be honest with you. Cool. So if you've, yeah, if I'm giving you one piece of advice that I wasn't given use those things did you many use many of those things james uh i kind of did the same as you did as in i yeah, did a yeah. couple of them and then i i did regret it because yeah they do add quite a lot to it and a lot of the challenges actually are quite fun like they're, they're pretty good to go through mm. yeah did, did you use that one there, there was one that was set up like um the titanfall training mission that was good. There was one where you could only kill people by like you could only your score only counted if you killed them by the explosion barrels like yeah, were placed everywhere. Yeah. Like the whole time, it was just fun to play. Um, and yeah, I just wish I didn't avoid them because it's such a stupid thing to do. When I did my first one and got my first reward, I was like, oh, of course you've got to do these things. Jesus, what was I thinking? I think <laughs> um, I think it's partly because the first reward you get, I don't think is that great. So then. When I did it, I just felt like, yeah, I'm just happy with upgrading these weapons. It's fine. I don't need these other things as well. And then, but yeah, you're right. Yeah, they are very useful. Also, one thing. I mean, obviously, this this um, new version of Doom is as uh, as captured a lot of people's imaginations and loads of people love it and, and whatnot but for me out of the whole like doom versus quake thing i i always played way more quake than i did doom so mm-hmm. were they to do like I, did i confirm in last year's e3 they were doing a new quake i know it's like quake yeah they are but it thing. sounds weird doesn't it but if there's like it, a, yes it's the new sort of i want to say moba style yeah. one it's not it's just it has like characters with specific abilities and I stuff mean, I, I never really played much doom when i was younger uh, but if, but if there was like a, a a new a reboot of quake i i, I would be much much more excited about that because yeah i i i, I love the old ones so uh i'll, I'll be well up for a new quake um this will this will probably this will probably reignite that sort of feeling matt yeah i think this might even get you more interested in quake because there are levels in this or areas in this where you just kind of think Oh wow, this is a bit quake. This bit. I was going to say, I think if you told me it was a quake game, I mean, if it wasn't for the sort of pretty obvious hell-related stuff, I don't think I'd have questioned it. No, no. It's the, I mean, it's the kill areas, isn't it? It's feel the, yeah. there are ones, certain ones that feel like they're ripped straight out of a, a quake multiplayer map. You know, brilliant. Yeah, because I mean, like the 
in like thematically, the only main difference is that Quake had sort of weird like Cthulhu shit in it rather than Hell. Um, they both had sort of slight, you know, like technological stuff. I always felt that the. Like meshed with fantasy stuff, but. The hell stuff in Doom, like in the most recent Doom, I felt was kind of the weakest, to be honest, like the level. Yeah. I don't know, it just. It, I thought they could have done something a bit more interesting with that. Like a bit. It was very sort of standard, this is hell. You know, I think mm-hmm. it could have been something a bit more interesting. But it's still good. Uh, for me, it was where the game took off. So, although I agree, you know, there was nothing particularly um special about what they did with the setting but like for me that was where the game was like okay you can play now um and that's when i started going from yeah this is okay but i don't get it to going whoa okay right let's do this um once once you've once you've had it once there's no topping it yeah fucking good good game um, I, I also didn't play Resident Evil, but I did <clears throat> manage to. I had the strength, I had the, the courage to download a demo. I still haven't had the, the balls to actually start it, but <laughs> I, I've, I, I've re- obviously read loads about Resident Evil. Uh, you know, everyone's loving it. Um, I um, I watched a few live streams on on, on launch night. It just looks amazing, but I just I'm so gutted. I just don't have the balls to play it. I mean, I haven't so even I actually tried. It. It's not. I, it, I, I, we we played the demo like at your place. It's not that bad. It's just you know. You know what's coming. That wasn't oh, that a was demo, yeah, though, was that it? That was just a little that, yeah, I guess, yeah. rolling demo, yeah. wasn't it? That was... I mean, I, 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 I downloaded, no, it like, looks the, horrific. I downloaded like the first hour like um, demo on PS4, and that, that's that's PSVR compatible. Not that I'll probably have the balls to play, but it just it looks it looks amazing. I just yeah, I wish I could play it. It looks. Brilliant. Have you have you played any of the other Resident Evil games, mate? Yeah, yeah, I've I've, I've, I've loved the others. I played like one, two. Uh, I'd played a little bit of Nemesis. I love four, obviously. Didn't play five and six. That's why I feel quite quite upset because a lot of people are saying it is essentially like a, um, a first person version of the first one it's got a lot of the the hallmarks of what made the first one so good and and mm-hmm. a lot of stuff i've seen in live streams it does look very much like that but it just looks way too intense for me mm-hmm. um yeah so, so i so i mean obviously this is on no one's list this week but is there a reason why none of you picked it up just too scary well, yeah. too scared. it's a new game I'm not a massive fan of scary horror games, to be honest with you. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not a massive fan of horror, horror films, even. But this just looks. Oh, maybe. See, I'll I'd really, I'd to. really like to play it, but I'd like to play it on PSVR, and I haven't got that. So yeah, I'll yeah. Get it, yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Put that glass down. I'm gonna be snooker you tonight. I'm gonna snooker you right up. Okay, me. fine. Is that your list? That's it. Uh, go on then, Sean. Uh, I've been playing Dynasty Warriors God Seekers for review. Oh um, my good god! Yeah. Well, you know, when someone gets in touch, says, "Oh, we've got a Dynasty Warriors game we want to review," I'm usually bang up for it. Didn't look into it. Um, didn't realise it's actually a turn-based strategy spin-off. Oh, that Ooh. is not good. Got <laughs> <laughs> <Evil> played. <laughs> no, the thing is, Quick, right? Like, it's got. Was. Uh, right, so first off, it, it does away with like any sort of pretense of being sort of historically accurate, which the rest of the games like are sort of basically. I mean, they're based on like Romance of the Three Kingdoms, which is a book, which is sort of a semi-historical account of the the Warring States period. Is that right, James? That's the proper name. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, 
Yeah. He, he doesn't um, know. He doesn't know. <laughs> I'm telling you, he's never again. been to China. He doesn't know anything you know. about it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, whereas, yeah, so this focuses on um, Chao Yun, who's one of the like the best known characters from Dynasty Warriors. He goes into a cave with a mate of his and finds an old god encased in ice, who wakes up and is. There's done that Japanese game thing where, oh, it's a, a god that's thousands of years old, but it looks like a teenage girl. Basically, so you play this young girl who... Um, I can see why you like it already. Go on. Whose mother has had a, uh, a new baby. And, uh, <laughs> My favourite type of girl. She Ooh, gives... <laughs> she gives... Uh, Shall on the ability to control other people's minds, which is why it then becomes a strategy game. For some reason, like for the mo- like, it is fine. Like the whole thing, like it, you know, you sort of so basically picture like Fire Emblem. Ah, oh, look at that! But you're moving your guys around, but like each of your your units' attacks will like cover like an area of like several squares. So rather than it always just being like one on one, you fight him. It'll be like right, there's three enemies like in a certain formation over there if i can get this guy over there and approach from this angle from this square i can attack all three of them in one go and take them out and it's all about figuring out like sort of where where you can put your guys where their attacks will be positioned and trying to just be as efficient as possible clearing like as many guys as possible with each attack the cool thing that it does is you have this thing called the synchro gauge where like as your units do damage this gauge builds up and then when it's full you can like you put your units in like a certain formation what and then you activate the synchro thing and then they all get like another turn effectively like they all get to move and act again if they've already acted that turn and then you get to pick just like a nine by nine grid like somewhere on the map where you just do fuck loads of damage Right. So again, if there's like loads of enemies clustered together, it's like, right, I'll do a synchro attack, get these guys up here, hit, hit him, hit him, hit him, and then unleash this massive attack on this area where all the enemies are. And that's fucking great. Like that, like when you sort of properly figure it out, so you sort of destroy like half the enemy's units in one go, like it's fucking brilliant. But that's sort of it. That's like its only trick. Like you, like in between battles, there's like there's there's a story, but like the dialogue in Dynasty Warriors games is always shit. But because Dynasty Warriors is like such a sort of odd singular thing, like you just come to expect that, and no one really cares. But when it's a turn-based strategy game, like I've already mentioned Fire Emblem once, you do think like, well, hang on, Fire Emblem exists, and I really like all the characters in that. Whereas I don't give a fuck about any of these people in in Godseekers. It's just. <laughs> You just you just don't give a shit. It's like oh, you know, the story's like different from the you know every Dynasty Warriors game. The story is exactly the fucking same. Whereas this is like oh yeah, this all this weird shit with finding this old god happened, but you just don't care. It's like oh, we've got to find these four orbs that have different elements in them. So it, is there any link to the other games? Like if you're a fan nah, of if really. you're a fan of other Dynasty Warriors games, is it worth playing this or is it really totally separate? Well, not really. Like unless you. I don't know because it, it's so like it's focused on this one general that appears on, in all the other Dynasty Warriors games, but this is like this alternate telling where actually because he met this god, he was actually masterminding all the battles and controlling everyone <laughs> the whole time. But it's not like 
it's like it's definitely not canon by any stretch and it's just not told in an interesting enough way to be like oh actually this is a smart like inversion of of every other dynasty warriors game story um and you just like you know the, like you can up- you earn new weapons and you upgrade and you upgrade them but it never really feels like it makes much difference like you can like double the attack power on a weapon and then you go into the next battle and it's like does that help i don't know don't really what what platform <laughs> are you playing this on <laughs> Uh, it's on PS4 and you can get it on the Vita as well. Okay. And like, I suppose on, like on the Vita, it'd be pretty good playing it on the toilet. Um, but so I, is that yeah, separate game? Is really... that a purchase or is it cross buy? It is a separate purchase. I don't think it's cross buy. No. So that's um, that's a bit shit. So what are you actually looking for? To like in a real time strategy game, what what? What's making you go? This is uh, sorry, a, a, a turn-based strategy game. But like, what's making you go? This one's not that great, um, and this one over here is a lot better. Well, it's like so. I've been like after playing this, I was like, you know what? I'm going to go back to Fire Emblem um, Awakening on the 3DS because it's wicked, and I, I keep stopping playing it for some reason. Um, and like, you straight back into Fire Emblem, and it's just like fucking hell. Like all the characters are pretty great. The writing's pretty good. The music's really smart. It looks nice. And I just give a shit about everything that's happening. And I'm thinking about like, because your Fire Emblem's all about like getting your characters to buddy up so they, they support each other better in battle and eventually have sex and oh. have children. And then they, and then those children become like, um, like a weird sort of cross between, you know, they inherit the, the sort of parents' traits, oh. which is all a bit creepy. Um, it's, but <laughs> it's brilliant awakening. Have you, have you finished it yet? But it is. I haven't. No, I'm on like chapter twelve, I think. Um, See, I'd, I'd never played one of them before because I've always liked the Advance Wars games, but then they don't make yeah. those anymore. And mm-hmm. this really filled the gap and is actually a lot better. I thought it's um, yeah, it was yeah. Great. I think I'm once I'm done with Awakening, I'm straight on to Birthright. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it, it's just that element of giving a shit. Whereas with Dynasty Warriors, it's like, oh, there's another battle. Oh, someone's banging on about his honor. And oh, someone else is saying we have to make our sworn brothers proud, and we're all so tough. Look how many men you just killed. Um, I just don't care. <laughs> like, and that's fine in a normal Dynasty Warriors game. It just feels like because it's a, a turn-based strategy game, like the competition's so much stiffer when it comes to that side of things. So yeah, I've, I, and like, I just don't know who the game's for. Like, if you really like turn-based strategy games there are better ones if you really like dynasty warriors games this isn't really one um if you've never played a dynasty warriors game absolutely don't start with this one so it's just like it's aimed at like a niche of a niche of a niche of people yeah it's weird isn't it i like i've just yeah. i've never really understood these games to be honest with you and mm. and I've, I've tried occasionally i, I liked uh advanced wars but you know, well, I really liked it, but not to the point where it was like, oh, I've got to play another one of those, you know. And mm. I'd never really seen the story as a thing, so maybe that's what I'm missing. You know, yeah, it's, possibly. It's games where I'm not, where I don't immediately see where I'm going wrong. I just, I lose interest. It's the same uh-huh. with, say, I, I've never really got into championship manager games. Um, I've played them for a while, and then I'd, suddenly my team will start losing, and I'll be like, 
why? Why has this happened? If I don't immediately see, oh, right, I'm doing this because I'm, you know, I've got this player in the wrong position or I'm not training this guy in the right way or whatever. I'll just go, okay, well, I'm done then. Like it's, I can't Mm. push through that barrier of trying to work out where I'm going wrong with those games. Um, And instead just want to, you know, the the amount of championship manager games that I have spoiled for myself by finding out unlimited money cheats. is just... (laughs) I don't know what it is. I can't train my brain to sort of stick with something like that. Um, so yeah, that's I've never seen what makes a good one and what makes a bad one. I guess. Have you um, Have you tried Fire Emblem? Not Fire Emblem. No. With I mean, you don't like Wars, fantasy shit, though, do you? Not really. I, I mean, don't think you'd like it, Dave. I really don't. No, <laughs> I, I probably wouldn't. But like with Advance Wars, I think why I stuck with that one for a little bit, it felt more like chess than some sort of stat based thing yeah like yeah the, i mean it felt like literally i'll move this here because i know that i can do you know it didn't feel yeah. like oh i haven't got the right numbers to attack this person unless i do this like that didn't that sort of strategy didn't enter my head so mm. i think because it was so dumbed down it felt like a game of chess ironically which is one of the most complicated games ever but I, you know what i'm saying <laughs> But on the surface, it's yeah, it's all just about look. Here are some fundamental rules, and then all the compl- complicated shit just sort of spins out of that. Yeah. Whereas, yeah, rather than being upfront, like here's an entire book you need to read to understand. Yeah, I guess the basics, like which I'm sure, yeah. pretty sure Fire Emblem's not like that though, right? It's come on. Yeah, no, it, it, like on the surface of it, it is fairly simple. But then, yeah, the, there's all this stuff that you delve into with like improving your your guys and like switching their classes and you know like say sort of managing their relationships and stuff um, yeah that's probably where i'll go nah yeah <laughs> possibly I, I can't but i'd never yeah. diss them like not to not properly mm. like not seriously because they're clearly doing something right you hear so many mm. people raving about those games and um yeah it's weird isn't it when you know games like that come out and they're not the standard first-person shooters or, you know, whatever's the most popular gaming type at the types at the time. And suddenly, mm. like, everyone's just going, no, but seriously, play this one. You know, yeah. it's, it's, <laughs> it's telling. It's yeah. telling. Um, so, yeah, so that's Dynasty Warriors Godseekers. Like, I don't know, so, like, a very specific subset of people are going to love it, I imagine. And, like I say, it does, like, the whole synchro gauge thing is wicked. It, it's, you know, the, the basic sort of combat stuff of just always monitoring sort of enemy positions and, and how to sort of most efficiently push through them. Like it's a really smart interpretation of like regular dynasty warriors, because when you like, you know, a lot of people think incorrectly that dynasty warriors is just about mashing the attack buttons. Whereas actually it's about learning all your attacks and sort of looking at Cox. enemy formations and thinking, right, what attacks am I best using to clear these in the quickest time possible? Like once you start getting into higher level dynasty warrior stuff, that's, that's where the skill is. And this, and this sort of does that, but in the context of a turn-based strategy game. And that's pretty cool. Um, it's just, yeah, it's just hard to imagine anyone like getting really passionate about it or giving a shit. Also, it's quite funny that you thought you were getting a classic uh, Dynasty Warriors game. Um, much like there's going to no doubt be a bunch of kids out there f- looking forward to the new Halo game that's coming out. <laughs> well, that is out, I don't know. but um, I mean, come on, like Dynasty Warriors Godseekers, that is a tremendous title for a computer game. But um, it's just not very, not very good computer game. <laughs> Shame. Unfortunately. Is it, is it, uh, just before we get to the next one, speaking of fire, uh, fire Emblem, the mo- mo- mobile game is out. Uh, if you listen to this on Wednesday, it's out tomorrow. It's out on the second, right? 
Oh shit! So, yeah, are, are, are you, Sean and James, are you both excited for it or, or what? Yeah, man. I mean, again, that's uh, that's a quite a telling thing. Is you know they did that campaign where everyone got to pick which of the like classic Fire Emblem characters got to be in this uh, first, like in the in the mobile one. And it's like, could you do that with characters from Dynasty Warriors Godseekers? Not if it wasn't for the mainline Dynasty Warriors titles. Like, absolutely no chance. Just no one would care. So there you go. Mm. Yeah. There you uh, go. Yeah, no, really excited. Yeah, I'm definitely going to try it. I mean, I've never played a Fire Emblem game before, and but uh, I'm definitely interested to see what it's about. So I'm, mm. I'm going to try it, but I'm, it's, no, it's the microtransactions. I'm just suspicious. I'd rather play the 3DS I version. Know, but if it's good, <laughs> if it's a good game, I don't know if I mind. Like, as long if I can just set my upper limit mm-hmm. and just be like, look, Mario runs nine quid, whatever it is. It is I now probably... after Brexit. Like, it's gone up again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, if, if, like, if Fire Emblem's really good, I'm happy to put a tenor into it, mm-hmm. I would imagine. Yeah, I'd be happy with that. But, it's not too bad. Yeah. If it's we'll good. We'll see. Um, I, sorry. Sorry. Um, I, sorry. Sorry. Um, sorry. 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 I was going to move on. Is this? Yeah, yeah. Move on. Um, I'm sorry. Sorry. Um, 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 sorry. Sorry. Go on. I was going to move on. Is this? Yeah, yeah. Move on. Okay, but uh, so I've also. Um, sorry. Sorry. Um, sorry. Sorry. Um, I'm sorry. Sorry. Um, sorry. Sorry. Go on. I was going to move on. Is this? Yeah, yeah. Move on. Okay. But uh, so I've also been playing Polytopia, <laughs> uh, which was a game that is that? of popular gaming podcast Midnight Resistance recommended. Um, it's just like a popular. cool little like hmm? nothing. Go on, carry on. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it is it is no, it's true. Shut um, up. <laughs> so this is just like a really cool sort of scaled down low polygon rendition of like civilization but on your telephone um and and i don't know if it's the same for you ios boys but as an android owner finding just like a genuinely cool interesting little game that you can play on your phone is still still nice and interesting to me it's still a- <laughs> Like, it doesn't happen did so you, much these Sean, days. Did you get? Did Civilization Revolution ever come out on Android, or not? Do you know? I'm not sure. I remember playing it on the iPhone because it's not. Um, I mean, it's not that good, to be honest. I mean, it, <laughs> well, it's not, is it? It's not because it's not full Civilization, even though the no. hardware could definitely do it, and it just could do it, yeah. <laughs> but they just this sort of cut down terrible versions of it. It's it's a bit of a shame. I mean, it's not okay. It's not terrible, but it's still not what I'd really want from like a Civilization game. Mm. But so uh, yeah, so is this um, more more? Sort of hardcore like that. Uh, it's to be honest, it probably is like about on the same level as uh, Civilization Revolutions, and then it's like, yeah. So it's obviously really sort of tile based, and there's all sort of different types of terrain, and it's all randomly generated, and it's like, right, here's your starting city, and it's yeah, sort of increasing your sort of population limit for your cities by sort of farming and fishing and doing stuff like that, building troops, sending them out, it's sort of trying to be friendly with people, but you know they're all AI controlled. So one turn they'll just sort of flip and decide to try and kill you. Um, 
and uh it's just nice it's really nice just um sort of figuring out how to sort of quickly expand as much as you can without really aggravating anyone good um so that by the time they do decide they hate you you're already too big and you can kill them and it's it's really nice and good fun um satire you know, yeah <laughs> Owen says and I, I can believe this because I've only played like one full game like once you've played a few games to completion that's kind of it and we're only talking like an hour per game um, so there's not a huge you know, it's like Civilization it, you can get really smart about like there's like different types of victories yeah. so you can just do it by military might or you can sort of do it by technology or spiritual wealth um whereas this like those things are there but you probably just won't bother you'll probably just end up fighting yeah um, but it's always like that though anyway isn't it? in civ well it's like, yeah the, yeah i'm gonna go for i'm gonna go for science and then it's like nah mm. some of these nukes are pretty cool <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah and i've played the gravity rush 2 demo um when you guys played, how the first does that work? Because it wasn't yeah, it wasn't a big part of that old touchscreen stuff. Basically, so you play this young girl, who um, I can see why you like it already. Go on, whose mother has had a uh, a new baby. Right. Okay, that that that's. I'm not going to bother. Nah, it was it, like it uses the motion sensor in the the Vita a lot, um, but then obviously in Gravity Rush Two, you've got your DualShock Four, which. Also has motion controls. It doesn't use it a massive amount anyway. It's just sort of like you can point the camera around with it. Um, oh, right, okay. When, you, when you're sort of flying around or falling, as the case might be. Um, have none of you guys played the first one, no? No, I didn't. No. It's a new game. I would recommend playing the demo of this one because it is fucking fantastic. Um, like, I always, I really liked the first one. I am going to try and go back to it and finish it now. They did a, a sort of an HD remake of it for the PS4 as well. Um, it's just really smart how you like you look at videos of it and it's like oh right it's a game where you can fly around but it like it it doesn't feel like flying it feels like controlling which direction you fall in because that is literally how it works and for some reason that's like weirdly more compelling so it's not just a case of like pushing the fly button and pointing in a direction it's like right no I now want gravity to work this way and like suddenly everything starts falling in a certain direction and you're sort of angling the camera and it's like it's that like if you're flying around in a game like up is always up and down is always down and you you're sort of aware of that the camera's always level whereas with this it's like no you are like flipping the world around and suddenly and like you are falling in different directions it's really hard to explain but it's it's really exhilarating and good fun and then when you when it sort of applies that to combat where there's like you know there's enemies flying around and you're sort of doing all these mad flying kicks at them and stuff by like using your weird gravity abilities it's proper good fun um so i'm going to go back and finish the first one i think and then i've got an excuse to pick up the new one like the reviews have all been like through the roof as well yeah i've, I've seen like nine out of tens all over the place yeah which is really nice because the first one was like this is really cool and but it's a bit niche and no one's going to bother whereas gravity rush 2 everyone's like no this is fucking brilliant get it how, how so, much um, is it it's, it's full price, so. Oh really? I, yeah, think, I, I didn't know that. Yeah, so I'm hoping by the time I finish the first one, <laughs> the sequel might have come down a bit. But didn't they? Know. Didn't they um, uh, release the the first game on PS4? Yeah, they, yeah. I was saying yeah. There's an HD remake. Right, of yeah, it, sorry. Which yeah. is like which is like twenty quid. 
um, oh, which is it's probably worth it. It's just that like the first one was on uh, PS Plus on the Vita for like two years or something. So yeah, yeah. Sort of feel a mug. Just miss that. That's annoying. I, I, I'm now revisiting areas that don't look at all like they used to anymore. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, well, 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 worth a look. Definitely play the demo of the second one. See how you get on, and then I mean maybe just yeah, just wait for the second one to be cheap. But you, but. Consider having a, a go on the first as well if you've got twenty quid. Cool. Um, 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 uh, uh, Sean, did you play the Fauna beta or not this week? I did, but Dave doesn't want to hear about well, it. I so, do. Uh, <laughs> it's a new game. Well, only okay. because we had a scheduled stream set up where we were going to all play Rocket League, and then you went, yeah. oh, "Can I not do that tonight? I've got something with no, no." What I suggested. What I suggested was that we stream the For Honor beta instead, but as it turns out, none of you could be fucking bothered. <laughs> no, go on. What's so. it like? <laughs> uh, it's very good, and I don't think I'll bother getting it. Um, it's like... So, if you know nothing about it, this is Ubisoft's new thing, and it's not often they do new things these days. Normally, it's just sequels and that, so fair play. Oh, no, um, I think that's a bit unfair. They've done quite a lot of good new stuff recently. Probably, yeah. I just don't really like Ubisoft. <laughs> uh, Ubisoft so, were fucking amazing at the start of last year and the end of uh, the end of um, 2015. They they released so much cool shit um, mm-hmm. that I'm really interested to see where they go now. Uh, well, I, I, I like, think uh, Wildlands like the crew sounds, sounds like it could be a uh, yeah, laugh. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so this is like third person medieval melee combat. There's like some bullshit story where it's like ah, there's like universes have all melded together and there's Vikings and knights and oh, samurai together. So I know. Um so I mainly play a samurai because I'm a fucking weeb. Um and so basically you've got like nine classes to pick from. And like to be fair to them, there there are like the intricacies of a proper fighting game in this. Like it's all sort of governed by this system where um like you'll lock onto another player and then You've got like three different guards, so left, right, and vertical. And it's all about like every time your opponent swings at you, you've got to match their guard to knock them back, do a counter or, or whatever. But it gets it gets way more technical than that. Than that. Um, so it's about it. Uh, I saw it was like a third person like brawler type. Is it not that? Well, yes and no. Like if you do, so there's like different game modes. So there's like a one-on-one uh, duel mode, and I think like if there was a version of that that was just like party with your mates winner stays on that would be really good fun um and then there's like 2v2 um which again is just like totally uh player versus player and then there's a 4v4 mode where it's a again it's a bit like a moba i'm gonna fucking start hitting myself every time i say that good um but you basically you're capturing points but there's like sort of hordes of like little ai dudes who are shit um but you can sort of help them push forwards and, and take points and stuff so like in order to defeat them you literally you just wade in and you do just mash the attack buttons and you just do cool little executions and all of them as you go around but then it's like it's the other player uh characters that you need to sort of keep an eye out for so yeah like the actual fighting hordes of normal dudes is pretty like it's quite fun to watch but you are just like just mashing the attack buttons and watching you do cool backflips and stuff and stabbing people um get it but like the, the sort of the two things that let it down is that when I saw videos of it, I was expecting just like a cool, um, like 
expensive version of something like Mountain Blade, which is like a really low budget indie game that does this kind of stuff. And in fact, it pretty much has the same combat system um, with the, the three guard positions and stuff. But that was all like, you know, you would do like multiplayer missions or whatever where you were like sacking a castle and you would have to like get your siege engines to the door or like get them to the walls and then climb up the ladder and try and battle your way through the, the walls and then open the gate and then do this, that and the other. And it was like this really smart layered uh thing whereas with for honor it's like here's a map with three control points <laughs> capture them i guess you can just get anywhere and there's a, there's no like so drama to it how how is the combat though <laughs> um, because i heard it's a lot like sort of soul caliber kind of it feels like that is that right i i guess i mean soul caliber was like i'm trying to remember so what how soul caliber worked now <laughs> yeah i suppose because you, there's that sort of Yes, yeah, so you've got your high attacks and then your left and right attacks and then there's grabs as well. And again, there's a little sort of, you know, rock, paper, scissors relationship there. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Like, yes, there, there are so many characters to learn and they are quite different. Um, the game doesn't give a shit which faction you are, by the way. Like, they make this whole like big deal about like oh yeah you're a samurai or a knight or a viking pick your side and there's this big like ongoing war and then like in every match you're in like you pick whoever it's fine yeah but isn't that so <laughs> they've said that what's going to happen is after like release like it is going to be like whoever you choose to side with that's going to affect like the the story that they're going to put out it's like oh, okay. so there's like more oh, people that's... go with like you know yeah. pirates or whatever then you know they'll they'll change the story according to that Okay, that is potentially interesting then. Mm-hmm. Um, um, cool. But yeah, like it's fine. The, the, oh yeah, the other letdown is that. So yeah, it has this intricate battle system, but it's all like even though you can see the other player in front of you, like everything that you're supposed to read about their behavior and everything they're doing is basically shown to you via like little icons. So it's not just a case of watching what the player is doing. It's about watching the little shield icon over them and seeing, like that shows you what like what stance they're in, so which side they're going to attack from. Or it comes up with a different icon if they're trying to do a grab or if they're attacking and it's the right moment for you to try and do a parry. The little icon flashes and stuff. So rather than just being like, "There's a, a guy in front of me and I need to watch what he's doing." doing. You're just watching some on-screen icons instead. It's just kind of shit. <laughs> like, it works. It's just when you, you know, something like Dark Souls, where it's like, right, if you want to learn how to parry, it's like a real skill that you've got to learn. And it's like, and you've got to watch. They have to learn, like, you know, different, like, attacks that enemies, you know, throw at you and the animations and how to best figure out the timing to get back to it. Like, whereas with this, it's like, I just wait for the thing to flash. <laughs> and there's just something slightly lazy. Yeah, it'd be about much better if you can actually read read the animation and, and see the tails that way rather than yeah. have to look for icons. Exactly. Yeah, but then yeah. it depends how quick it gets, right? Because, I mean, this is quite a big question, actually. If it chucks, like, that stuff is good in Dark Souls games because everything's quite slow and it very rarely chucks a huge amount of enemies at you at once. Hmm. But if you're suddenly in a pack of a ton of enemies, like, say, in Batman, they had the the flashes of what they were doing, and you had to react to them, and mm. that was perfect for that type of game. Yeah. So, how does it cope with that? Does it 
just chuck shitloads of enemies at you, or is it? Yes. A lot slower than that. Well, like I say, the, the AI enemies are just, they basically may as well not even be there. Like, I think they do sort of technically hit you, but they don't, not to any extent that it really matters. So yeah, it, it's all about keeping an eye out for the other human players. And then you just lock onto one of those, and then you just pretty much ignore everyone else. Um, right. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, so you I mean, feel it, it a little does bit let like, down then. Yeah, I mean, like, I've definitely had amazing moments on it. And like I say, just, like, my favorite thing in it is just doing, like, one-on-one duels with people. Like, and if they added, like, a mode where it was, like, if it was realistic, so it was just, like, one-hit kills or whatever, that would be amazing and really tense. Um, uh, so, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, like, I think it deserves to do well, um, but it hasn't wowed me to the extent that, like, I mean, obviously, I'm biased because I'm saving up for the Switch, so I'm not really... I'm not buying anything this month or next month anyway. Um, so I think it, maybe it's unfair because it would have, would have had to do something really special to be like, yeah, do you know what? Fuck it. I, I need this. Um, but yeah, it's all right. It's just, Shit, uh, that's, not... that's a point, man. Mm. Are you going to buy Mass Effect? Uh, it's not out until, when's it out? It's a new game. March though. So it was out on, I thought it was like out on the 20th of March. Yeah, so he's got, he's got a good, a good fine, format that, of Switch, then put it in the cupboard. <laughs> yeah. You, you complete Zelda. all the launch games. Uh, well, and one Switch, well and then you'll be ready if for I it. can. Um, no, that, that's after payday on March for me, so that's fine. Have they have they uh, announced how many games are in uh, Switch yet? Uh, one, two, oh, Switch. one, two, Switch. Uh, I don't think they have. No. They said over 20, though, which is good. I thought I said, didn't yeah. I say 24? Or am I I'm probably wrong about that? I, I think there was like possibly. 24 that we know about. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you notice what Capone Adam did there? Yes, indeed, when they said 24, he put in a sound effect from the popular long-running television hit with the same name. Anyway, let's continue to observe so that we don't miss any of these clever fun references joe joe scrabbles did a very good article on ign where he sort of cut up or so that that first trailer of one two switch there's like loads of split second bits of people yeah, playing yeah, all yeah. The various games and he and he tries to interpret what they might be based off like half a second of video and stuff it's, it's very good Check that also, out. Um, um, apparently at PAX East or whatever it was in the last few days, they announced Snipper Clips is a launch title. I, I could be uh, wrong about that, but wicked. apparently that, that was what was said. So uh, that's obviously got a bit of buzz. God for that. Yeah. Cool. Right. That's enough Switch tap. We know how much our listeners hate oh, yeah. the fact that we're talking about <laughs> Nintendo. Thank you. Um, yeah, I will do mine now because uh, I have found it very different. Well, actually, I was thinking this morning, oh, my God, I've barely played anything because we've had all sorts of business going on. My mother-in-law stayed with me for a little bit last last week and I didn't get any game time in and I was freaking out about not not playing anything. But then when I look over, like back over my week, actually, I played quite a few things, just not for very long. Um so I'll I'll talk about them briefly. First of all, I've um, dived back into the world of mobile gaming. Uh, there's uh, Golf Clash. Now I suggested Matt, you play this. Did you I, try? I it? downloaded it. I played the the tutorial hole and, and that's it. But um, is it worth sticking with? Is it worth actually trying? At the moment, I'm finding it too um, too slow. And I like I I thought it was going to be a little bit like Stickman Golf, where it's all based around multiplayer, 
stuff. Um, instead, it you've got to wait for the other po- opponent to do it in real time. And I don't know if it's like that in multiplayer against a friend, because I've not tried that yet. But sort of the main golf part of it, you are taking your shot and then waiting for... Yeah, I, It tries to I make out that it's finding an opponent yeah, like against a real... If that was a real person or not, during your tutorial... It's, I think it was because almost... I, I was no. doing like I was like saying things to them because you know you can like send messages oh, and they oh, send them back. Oh Jesus! What have you yeah. said? Look, yeah, but James, there's I'm all I'm almost. In fact, I'm sure I'm going to go out on a limb and say I'm sure that you're not playing against a real person. For starters, it throws up a photo that is a proper stock photo of someone's face. You know, mm-hmm. like like you'd I love see... it if it turns out this game's past the fucking Turing test. <laughs> yeah. James is like, no, he's yeah. my mate. We swapped. I said, oh, um, and not only that, <laughs> the some of the if if it is against real people then they are need their head checked because like the first few people that i played are just so bad at it like okay it's i've got a question so clearly trying to fuck did, up yeah go did, on. um when you played the tutorial level or the, the first bit it says you know like find an opponent did, did they like did they message you at all because i got a message in the first like five seconds like a smiley face oh yeah you, you 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 start off and it's like hi smiley yeah, face so and they'll miss unless yeah exactly <laughs> they'll miss the shot and it'll it'll do the monkey covering his eyes and then whoops <laughs> and you're just like oh, James leave off they're real well I, I didn't do that they were just like you're a dick and stuff like that so I assumed wow. no real. they weren't because you can't type you're a dick <laughs> in there James <laughs> <laughs> Well, no, that doesn't work like that. <laughs> you can't. It, does, do it doesn't work because yeah, because you weren't expecting it. It's that's the thing. James, don't try and challenge me now. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it seems okay. It's just too slow. Like I, I, every game took just a little bit. There was too much waiting around. Um, so <laughs> I haven't stuck with it for too long. It's just you know, and it's really overwhelming how uh, how much stuff is in there because for each golf club you've got various different unlocks. Like you can get different clubs or you can level up each club like a certain amount of times and stuff. And it was, I was kind of like, whoa, this is too much. It's so, obviously it needs to be there because it's the sort of game that's asking you to spend money as you play rather than, you know, any upfront cost. Um, but it is kind of like, ah, uh, this is, uh, do I really want to get involved with this? Or And if, if it was more of a fun game to play, when you're actually playing golf, then yeah, I would probably give it a good go. But for me, there was too much just sitting about waiting for the other person to do something. It was just, yeah, a little bit uh, crap. So I've sort of binned that off. Um, an iPhone game that I have not binned off is uh, I Love Hugh, which was a recommendation from Kate Gray on Twitter. Um, mm-hmm. What an immensely satisfying game to play. It's a, a free to play again. I think... There's, there's in-app purchases, although I've not really seen them. Uh, it works in a real way. You have to spend like free like um, pyramids or whatever, free items to get into a level. But it gives you 100 up front and uh, uh, they, they go away pretty damn quickly because it's quite addictive. So the game is, there's loads of squares on the screen. Some of them are fixed. The majority of them aren't. And they're all different colours, slightly different colours. Um, and you have they all randomise and you've got to put them back together in the correct colour order. So go, say bottom left is light blue, bottom right is a dark blue. You've got to get all the blues down to the bottom and then position them as gradually getting darker. 
And the further you get into the game, the more difficult it becomes. And sometimes you're kind of like, oh my God, how is this not the correct answer? Like, surely this is all laid out perfectly. Um, I don't understand. And then you sort of just go away from it a bit. And then you look at it again and you'll notice one tile out. And you're like, holy fuck, yeah, that's wrong. And you'll move that across. And then you'll notice another one slightly out. And you're like, holy shit. And it fucks with you. You know the way that colour fucks with your eyes. And sometimes you're like, eh, this one looks like it should be positioned here. But by the time you've moved it, you're like, wow, that is a completely different colour. What am I thinking? It's weird. It's just weird, but ultimately really, really satisfying for some reason. I think it's just that idea of... The, you know, it's easy to play, but it's all about just organising things rather than challenging you in any sort of puzzle. It's just organising things in some sort of correct order. Um, and for some reason, that clicked with me. So I've been playing a lot of that. Very highly recommended. I, I like that game. Um, obviously, been playing Titanfall 2. Been playing a lot of Rainbow Six Siege, which is still incredible. I got the most incredible kill the the other day. I know you like these stories, Sean. Um, I do. So I was Fermite, which is uh, an attacking uh, operator, and you. So when you're defending, you put up steel walls, right? You get two steel walls. You can reinforce walls, um, but Fermite can put his special uh, charge on it, and it will blow up the steel walls. There's also a way to counter that by putting down electrical. Uh, like these sort of battery things against the walls. So if Fermite tries to put his thing up, he gets an electric shock and he can't do it, right? It, it's, the layers to this game are incredible. Anyway, one of the things I go, uh, I take with me when I go to Fermite is a claymore. And uh, what happened it was there was two of them and one of me. And I, as I was like, I was just outside the room we were attacking and I was thinking, what? I don't know what I'm going to do here. What if one of them runs out? Fuck it, I'll lay a claymore, uh, a claymore on, the, on the floor. As I did that, I backed out of the room that I was in and someone entered the room from a different doorway. And just as they noticed me, I noticed them. We both shot each other, but didn't kill each other. We injured each other. When you're injured, you lay down on the floor, you pull down the button to sort of stop yourself from bleeding out, and hopefully a teammate will come and rescue you. So there's two on their team, one on me, one on each side is on the floor trying to stop them from bleeding out. Then all of a sudden, in my haze, like the screen goes blurry while you're bleeding out, I saw their other teammate come and try and heal the guy that I put on the floor and run straight across the claymore, the claymore blowing them both up. It was fucking beautiful. Uh, and all around, <laughs> even though I was technically like, on the floor dying. Um, that game constantly brings up moments like that, and I will be playing it for a long time. I can't wait to see what they do for year two. Uh, I'm really excited about that, uh, especially now that. I can start unlocking things with renown. You don't. Did you hear the way they're doing it? The, the, well, certainly for year one, there was all this content release, like loads of new operators and loads of new maps. The maps were free. The operators you had to pay for. However, you could unlock them by just getting loads of like XP points. And it, once you get enough, like it's a huge price tag. But once you get enough, you can unlock them for free. You don't have to buy anything. Um, I think that's a really good way of doing it because I still feel excited about getting some renown in that game because I know that I can spend it towards stuff that they've actually put like a uh, monetary value on. Uh, it feels worthwhile doing. I like it. But you know that it's a good game. Definitely play that. Um, what other games have I been playing? Does anyone know about Need for Speed? I've heard of it. I've I've heard of it. Yeah. Do you, but does anyone know what those games actually are? Because there's on the EA Vault on uh, EA Access. There's Need for Speed Rivals, right? And um, mm. I know it's not considered a very good Need for Speed game, uh, mm. but Harry was just adamant that he didn't want to play Forza or uh, Burnout anymore. Um, and then he saw that on my list of games to download and he wanted to play that one. Um, and it's not a very good game, like especially coming off the back of those two. Burnout Paradise and Forza, although people compare them because, you know, they're these open world games, they've got very similar things about them. The, the gameplay on both of those games are so wildly different. Um mm. You know, Forza still has one foot in simulation, whereas Burnout is a complete arcade game, and 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 it feels it as you're going. Even when you hit the first corner and your back end swings out, um, 
is just completely different to play. This is just, it feels awful. The cars feel sticky. They feel really hard to turn around corners. There are times where you don't even really need to press brake, but at the same time, you're not drifting around the corner like you do in, in burnout games. It's just weird. However, as I was playing it, I was thinking, do you know what would be a really good idea for a game, uh, like a racing game like this? And then as I played it some more, I thought, actually, I think this is what that game is that's in my head. <laughs> I find it weird. So how I think it works is that you select a side, you're either a, uh, a cop or a robber, and it's not about racing or um, exploring an open world. It's about dipping in and out of that world. So you spawn in the world, you try and do as many races or as many like objectives as possible, you get money for everything you do, but as you're doing more and more stuff like you're you're setting off more and more speed cameras and stuff you get heat level raises and then after a specific time you're getting chased by helicopters loads of police cars you know loads of um roadblocks and all sorts so you've got to make it back to a hideout with everything you've earned in that run and then you're you reset and you jump back in and try and do some more I think that is a fantastic idea for a racing game and I think that that's kind of what this is. The only problem is is that I think it'd be a lot better if everyone in the world was um con- like everyone in this game was controlled by a player rather than AI. Um and I'm pretty confident mm-hmm. that everyone I've come across in this game has been AI. So it hasn't had that sort of I don't James know James probably thinks feel- they're real people. <laughs> he probably does. <laughs> <laughs> genius man it's hard to explain it's hard to explain but kind of feels like it should be like i would love to play a what was that um is it daisy that huge yeah. zombie yeah. game where you sort of just once you're dead you're dead you you know and you've got to mm. try and last as long as possible i would like to see that in an open world racing game where you're just literally popping into this world doing as much as you can and getting out as quick as you can with as many rewards as you uh, as you possibly can um I love that concept. I think that's what this game is. It's just unfortunately the um the the, the gameplay is not very good. So I don't know. I've I wouldn't download it but I had to. I was forced to. Um and I didn't want to go back into it either. So instead I picked up Sonic Racing Transformed on the Xbox three sixty, which is backwards compatible on Xbox One. Um and yeah, I mean it the game is as I remembered it, it's really, really good. Uh, yeah. However, the technology—I <laughs> mean, <laughs> Jesus Christ—the Wii U is not that more. Is the Wii U that much more powerful than an Xbox 360? No, it's not at all, is it? Right, because the difference between the visually from Mario Kart to this is just—I mean, they're generations <laughs> apart. It's insane. Yeah. Um, it looks—it looks pretty terrible this uh sonic racing transform the gameplay is wonderful um i like how it's a lot more challenging than any mario kart game i've ever played um and it's not as good as mario kart nowhere near but it's still fucking good and there's part of me wishing that now with the xbox one the power of the xbox one and playstation 4 i would love to see them release a new sonic racing game in of the same ilk you know plays the same but has the visual fidelity of what these con- new consoles can do um because yeah i mean th- th- it's a brilliant game and harry loved it immediately and i i was a little bit worried because he was sitting there going wow sonic sonic and i want to go yeah calm down because <laughs> don't, don't good sonic games are quite rare mate <laughs> 
I'm not sitting <laughs> through Sonic 3 with you. This is not happening. Uh, so just just enjoy this one. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like some of the, the concepts behind the courses and stuff are fucking... Like the Afterburner course is fucking amazing. Like turn the music up on that. It's like it's just unbelievable. We just as you do, you know, you drive along the... Um, yeah, the runway is right. Carrier, yeah, like yeah, runway, yeah. and then you sort of, and then you, you know, and then you turn into a plane, obviously, and then fly off, and that's fucking great. There's the, is it like there's a Sonic like casino zone level? Oh, I've not tried that like, yet. Where you just like, man, these guys could do an F Zero game. Oh, really? Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just loads of like mad like flying around tunnels, and then sort of load like sort of zero gravity bits where you sort of clinging to a like a spiraling track and stuff. It's so good. I. I genuinely think that they should return to that. Um, yeah. I, I, I mean, the, the the stuff they could draw from, that Sega could draw from, and I know that there's a lot of shit there, don't get me wrong, but the stuff that they could pinch things from is just, like, so exciting. Um, and to know that they actually had a decent racer there, but it's aged pretty poorly visually, I, I would love to see them sort of do something with that and not just sweep it mm. under the carpet and make like pretend it never happened. But it was Sumo, wasn't it? And Sumo working on what now we were talking about the other... Uh, do you know, I was just trying to look that up. I don't know. We were talking about it a few weeks ago. We said, oh, Sumo working on that. That's pretty good. Um, yeah, I can't remember but, what now. So I can't see it anytime soon, but I would... Yeah, what, what, what a great announcement that would be if they said, no, we're bringing out a new Sonic Racer. Yeah, uh, that would be good. I would welcome that, and that's pretty much it for me. Uh, sorry, I, I mean, I wanted to play a lot more Mafia Three. I've played a fair bit more, but nowhere near enough to have uh, a proper opinion on it. I, I, I mean, there are bits in it that I've really liked so far. There's a, there's an area where you've got to sort of break into a rival gang's base and take out their leader. That felt great because at the start it felt like a oh god here's the stealth bit, but then the moment I got the guns out it it just felt really good. And although you know the the AI isn't the anywhere near <laughs> as good as it should be, you you know you're playing like a, a a third person shooter with bad enemy AI when the enemies do that. <laughs> it's a weird thing to explain, but you know when they do the the strafing forward. And left at the same time run. You must have seen yeah, this yeah, in yeah, a definitely. million third person shooters oh, where yeah, they're, yeah, yeah, they're yeah. running forward but also off to the left a bit and just firing at the same time. It's like yeah. you're just kind of like, oh, mate, <laughs> this, is not, this <laughs> is not good. I know that they, the, the, the way these people are shooting is going to be the same as the way they're going to be shooting towards the end of the game. They're just going to be able to do more damage against me. <laughs> like It's got that feeling to it. Um, also, the checkpointing is absolutely disgraceful. I mean, it, the amount of times I've died and gone, why am I here? Like, why am I back here? There must have been about four... I think I'm going to knock it down to easy because, you know, I like those games for being... Like, I like following the story and just watching the set pieces that they they have to try and do to make it feel different to any other game that of, of, of the same type. Um so and and it's had moments like that. Like the high scene was really cool, um, and as I say, the attack in the base I really enjoyed. Um, but the, the the bit after that, where you're trying to away, run away from the police while during Mardi Gras, I mean, it looks nice, but Jesus Christ, was that frustrating? Uh, 
but yeah, I haven't had the chance to go back to it. So hopefully I'll have a little bit more of a concrete opinion on it next week. Uh, and that's been me, James. See, I've got similar problems because the main game that I played over the week has been Yoshi's Woolly World, which I can't really talk about because it's still embargoed, but <laughs> which is ridiculous. Um, yeah, it's good. There you go. <laughs> but, Are you allowed um, to say that? Shit. Someone's getting sued. Yeah, no, but anyway, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm talking about the Wii U version. Not, if you not were the 3DS to play, one. if you were to have started, here we go. If you were to start Woolly World on the Wii U the same time you started on the 3DS, how far into it would you be? Uh, I would have finished it by now, I think. Oh right, okay, cool. That's that's good to know. If you don't know, better get to know. It's <laughs> good to know. And would you have would you have tried any of the secret stages at the end? Would you have got that far into it? I certainly would have tried, yeah, to to do that, yeah. I'd but cer- you haven't. I'd, I'd certainly be going back and uh, trying to get everything so that I could manage to do that, yeah. Yeah, good. Okay. That's good. That's and stuff, if, isn't it? if so, if you'd done all that and if you played the game to completion on the Wii U and you had to review it now, what score would you, <laughs> would give, you give it out it? of one hundred? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, come on, we're doing that. <laughs> oh, look, 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 he's bottled it. He's bottled it. <laughs> it's a pure nine all day long. Go on. So, but I have been playing something else which I haven't played a lot of yet, but I've been... I, okay, this is a game series that I've wanted to play for a long time, which is Yakuza. Because no. the reason is, is I've always understood Yakuza series to be kind of like a more commercially successful version of Shenmue. Is that right? Totally. Yeah. 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 So, but the thing is, I mean, from what I've played so far of Zero, that it's a bit, that's a bit off because it's not really like Shenmue at all. Like, I don't think so. I mean, it, there are, there's elements to it, but there are, but the level of interactivity, like with the environments is the thing, which is, you know, probably the biggest difference. It's, it's really minimal, but the combat mm. is brilliant. It's, um, it feels incredibly satisfying, especially when it connects, you know, like with, uh, when you're sort of, you know, when you're fighting and the finishing is really good. Um, I don't know. I mean, Sean, have you played any Yakuza games at all? Do you know I haven't? Because I've always what? sort of <laughs> no, no. I don't know. Like I just because I never got into them in the early days, and then just sort of slowly became aware that there's like a lot of people who know what they're talking about, who just bang on about how good the Yakuza games are, and I've just sort of always felt like it's really nice to have like for there to be a series of games that I know I'm going to really enjoy one day. But I'm just keeping them in the back pocket for like, <laughs> like I don't I don't have to play them now because they're not new and current and everyone's talking about it. They're just there, and at my own discretion, I can one day play them without having to rush into having an opinion about it or you know like oh fuck, there's a new one out next week and I need to make sure I pre-ordered it. It's like no, there's like there's loads of them and they exist and they're all great and one day I'm going to play them. And Have you ever fine. had your brain checked? Because that's the most stupid thing I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh uh, yeah. They, they, I don't. I won't play them now. I'll play them eventually. Have you played one, Sean? No. <laughs> like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about, Sean? Do you not know what I mean? Like it's no. Just, like it's such a rare. Like because we always know what's coming out, and we fucking usually know how much we're going to enjoy it before it even arrives. But to just be like. Oh yeah, like I'm pretty sure there's this whole set of games that I will really like, but they just no, I kind of but they're already there. Yeah, there's sure, no sure. there's, there's, been there's a no number pressure of to. There's been a number of those games, even from last year. Watch Dogs Two, Gears of War Four, um, Mafia, yeah, not in, Doom, not, not and I'm working through them. 
I'm working <laughs> through them because that's what you do if there's a game that yeah, you know. Yeah, but you use the phrase working, Dave. That's <laughs> well, I didn't work through Doom. No, that was, that I, was... I kind of get what you mean, Sean. It's like, it's kind of things that you what? think, I'll get back to that later. You know, like eventually I'll, I'll like, like Tomb, yeah, you know, Rise you... of the Tomb Raider. You know, I'm thinking I will eventually get to that. It's, you know, it's, yeah. it's there. Well, when, when it finally goes down to four pounds trading at CEX. Yeah. yeah I'm looking yeah. forward to that, James. I'm looking forward to that <laughs> money coming my way. 30 quid I could have got for that when I gave it to him. And I, but Sean, my point is, is that you hmm. get to them. That's the point. We've all got a, a pile of shame list. But you get to them. Like, what, what are you doing? <laughs> like, you'd love uh, well, Yakuza. I want to do, do, like, do the whole lot when I do eventually get around to it. See, that's... And it, but, I mean, from what I've heard, it, like, Zero is, like, a really good jumping on point. Yeah. See, that's that's but, kind of what I'm hoping to do, because I'm hoping that, like, the others are going to get, like, a re-release on, like, PS4 as well. Because I know that, yeah. at the moment, you can only play most of them on um, on PS3, can't you? It's Which is a problem. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, the thing is, I mean, I, I am enjoying what I've played of it so far. I mean, the, the story is is I don't know, it's not not amazing or anything. But what um is particularly good about it is just it's the side missions that I've just started to unlock, which are so sort of brilliantly mm. weird. And that's the <laughs> thing that I'm really enjoying about it. It's like there was this bit that um I was walking through the city, and then I saw this like group of people just sort of standing around, and they all get they're all like excited about there was a band going to play. And then there's this weird guy who was just like looking behind like a, a sort of a um, lamppost, and he was just like looking around it. And I sort of just wandered up to him, and it turned out he was one of the members of the band that they were really excited about seeing. And but he was worried because he was a fake. Like he just said, "Our band's fake. We're not really because their their whole like band image was like they were tough guys." And it's like it's like we're not tough at all. I don't know what to do. And he just like asks you for help, and you have to like answer these <laughs> questions to like give him help as to how to make the band tough. And it's just ridiculous. <laughs> it's just absolutely ridiculous. And one of the things that's really good about it is just the translation is is really funny as well. Like it's this guy saying, like you know, you know, I, I ought to say that I'm out with girls all the time, but I've never even had a girl. I've never even seen a boob and stuff like that. It's just <laughs> <laughs> is that the one? That, is that the guy that was saying? Uh, I saw a screen grab from it today. I think it was um, uh, a bit socket <laughs> done it where it's like, Probably. oh, oh um, erotic material doesn't get me aroused anymore. Or something like that. <laughs> it's just like, what? But yeah, it's it's just lots of stuff like that, and that's what makes it kind of Shemu-like in a sense because of this like translation, which is kind of interesting. But also, I mean, it just feels like it's a game meant for me. Like, as in, I love the art style, the environment, you know, the music. It's all just it's like it's because it's 1988, like it's set in, and I don't know. I I just get a kick out of playing it because it just I feel it feels good to be kind of immersed in this sort of different sort of open world which is like not a sort of a western like constructive open world it's like a you know in the same way that Shenmue was like that mm. as well and uh yeah I know I just I need to play more of it I just you know I need to put some more time into it but it is it's been very satisfying so far also it has the best frogs in the world ever cool all right well that's that's it now I think that's how that's how uh rundown of what we've been playing this week uh should we get to emails yep okay so if you want to email us it's uh the computer game show at gmail.com the first one we got is from Rowan, and he says, Hello, gents. Your recent discussion about everybody's gone to the rapture piqued my interest, and I've spent the last two evenings playing it. Having finished it, I have to say that I was incredibly impressed. The world-building, voice acting, and pacing were all top-notch, and I found myself utterly immersed. The emotional payoffs during the final quarter were sensational, and I was close to tears on more than one occasion. Okay. Having bounced off recent... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. 
<laughs> Having bounced off recent AAA titles for their total lack of emotional engagement, character depth or, uh, depth or internal logic, Rise of the Tomb Raider and Deus Ex uh, Mankind Divided, I'm looking at you, I was so happy to be drawn into a believable, gorgeous world full of mystery. Granted, it was very archers in places, and the game did chug rather during graphically intense scenes, but these were minor gripes in an otherwise masterful experience. I can fully appreciate how one may not like it, as it does require a lot of wandering about with not much direction, and the R2 to build speed mechanic is only slightly helpful at best and dysfunctional at worst. But I felt that given your lukewarm reception to it, I should write in and share my positive experience. Love the show and really appreciate you all putting your time into creating it. That's from Rowan. There you go. There's the opinions of someone not quite as important as us. Uh... <laughs> but you know, at least he didn't do the thing of being like, you know, oh, if you're not if you're not up for like a more cerebral experience, it's probably not for you. <laughs> no, that, I thought that's you what could... does me in I when people. You... <laughs> I thought you were going to say, um, oh, the, you know, the other thing that winds me up about everybody's gone to the rapture is when people mm. go. Yeah, well, I grew up in a very similar sort of town, so uh, maybe I just get it a little bit more. And I'm like, fuck off. <laughs> fuck off. It's not what I said, Dave. It's not what I said. <laughs> no, I know, you, I know you didn't say that. I wasn't accusing you. All right, calm down. <laughs> Sean, defensive. Um, yeah, I mean, and I, I thought you were going to say at least he's not doing that thing where he's like, fuck you guys, you're wrong. Because, you know, first of all, he probably knows it gets Well, we're down. used to that. I mean, that's... We are, we know. are. Um... I, fair enough. I mean, Tramp. I know a lot of people that like that game. I do not understand them, those people. <laughs> but if they they likes what they likes, so that's all good. Okay, next one we got is uh, from Mike. He says, "Evening, gents. I was perusing my local game store the other day and decided that a Switch just isn't for me. Cost versus launch lineup means I'm not willing to invest it. So instead, I decided to join the party late and buy a 3DS." Knowing absolutely sod all about the lineup for the 3DS, what games would you recommend for a newbie to the platform? Oh God! Well, um, Christ, there's a lot of good games. Yeah, Mario 3D Land would uh, is worth picking up. I, I like that game. Uh, it's not as good as 3D World, but it's still, still good, really though. bloody good. Um, yeah, well, James, come on. Okay, I can't, I can't think. It's Mario Kart How Seven, you got? obviously, because that's um, that's really yeah. good. Zelda: Link Between Worlds, also. Excellent. Yep. Uh, Fire Emblem Awakening. I haven't played the other ones, but yep. that one's fantastic. Uh, what else we got? The uh, Rith- Rhythm Paradise mm-hmm. Mega Mix is amazing. amazing. Uh, all of the Monster Hunter games, obviously. Uh, probably, if you've never played one before, probably go with 4 Ultimate rather than going straight into Generations. The 3D versions um, of Zelda are really good as well, like Ocarina of Time and yes. Majora's Mask. Oh, God. Ocarina of Time is such a good port. And, and do you know what else is really good? Um the uh, uh, Star Fox, yeah, uh, Star Fox 3D as well. That, yeah. It, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's fantastic. Yes, uh, there's all the pull blocks games. There's like three of them now. I think they're really good. Um, if you've not got anything else that can play it, Steam World Heist is an absolute banger. But I mean, that's available. Like it started out on the 3DS, but it's available on a lot of things now. There's also um, like this Smash Brothers well, as well. Like because there are people still playing that online, and it's a pretty good yeah, version. Yeah, yeah. It's um, yeah. Uh, would you uh, say is, Animal Crossing? You like Animal yeah, Crossing yeah, more than I do. Animal but Crossing, is it a good absolutely. One? Um, yeah. If you've never played one of those, then yeah, definitely get get that. Do you think we could get an Animal Crossing announced at E3 for Switch? Oh, don't don't tease me. It's, it's <laughs> <laughs> that's the problem. If, if one of those gets like announced, at, like you know, before the Switch comes out, then I'm gonna have to call John Denton 
again. Um, <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Poor John. <laughs> take it back. He's excited about the launch. And you're like, sorry. Actually, no, hand. at that point, it would to be out. So what? You're, you're going yeah. to up and say, give me that switch. So give, give me that back. <laughs> John's at home uh, enjoying some one-two switch. You know, on a Sunday evening, gets a call. What's it, James? Oh, I'm outside your house. Can you? Do you know? Put it in the box. There was not so long ago. There was somebody like did one of those like fan made kind of things of what Animal Crossing could have looked like on the Wii U. Yeah, I've never seen that. And it was amazing. Yeah, it, was it looked fantastic. Yeah. And it's not going to happen. It's it's really annoying. It's, it's not that really, <laughs> nah, really irritating. Do you know? You, uh, you know, um, Animal Crossing. I I liked it for a moment there. I do not know how you could put hundreds of hours into that. Mm-hmm. I, I see no benefit of putting that amount of time into that But that's that not game. the point, because the whole point with it is it's not something which you really get much out of. It's just, I played, <laughs> no, no, I played it because it's like, for me, I find it really relaxing and just really, and just, you know, and it's a nice thing to like go to sleep with. It's it's fantastic. I, I, I put tons of hours into the GameCube version. I mean, it basically ruined me at uni, where like my girlfriend would come back and like, <laughs> you've been digging You've been digging up, you've been digging up weeds and stuff again, haven't you? It's like, yeah. I also remember another another girlfriend <laughs> I had when I had it on DS, and I was, this is really early on in our relationship. It was a Sunday morning, and we had been out, you know, on Saturday, and I actually got up early to buy turnips, and she caught me. It's like, what are you doing? I'm like, oh fuck. Um, she, yeah, she, she ended it shortly. I, I saw, I saw um, James's. Um, what do you call it, his addiction firsthand when he was texting me constantly saying, how much are turnips in your town? How much, how much <laughs> I used to love that, though, on Sunday mornings on Twitter. Like, you know, how much are everyone's turnips and they need to go to their town? Oh, man. Has Animal yeah. Crossing changed much re- since those days? I'm, I'm now revisiting areas that don't look at all like they used to anymore. Cool. Yeah. It was really funny um, uh, visiting each other's town as well, wasn't it, James? Because he yeah. walked into my house and I was like, well, here's the desk. I've put my bed here and here's a picture. And then I went to his and he was like, it was like stepping into a hoarder's house <laughs> where he just had turnips <laughs> all over the floor, just shit everywhere. It was ridiculous. That was the storeroom. That was not the whole thing. But um, yeah. it was literally was the storerooms where you keep your bed as well, wasn't it? Yeah. What was the woman <laughs> who sells turnips? What was it like a, a Joan? It was yeah, Joan. Joan Sundays. And then was it like Saturday nights? There's the dog playing guitar. It's KK Slider. Yeah, yeah it's KK Slider. What, doing what, what, what other sort of time sensitive things were there? <laughs> KK Crossing? Slider doing the whole thing. No, I, I, just I standing there. <laughs> Oh, could you buy tapes? Yeah, you could, you could buy you could buy the bootleg copy yeah, of the show like, at the end. Off, yeah, yeah. Mm. Well, what, you what, could also request songs. What, it was uh, yeah. whatever sort of time sensitive things <laughs> could you do in Animal Crossing? There's loads of stuff because there was there was always there's like fishing tournaments going on all the time. Then you got like yeah the bug off that was good. And uh, yeah. do you know what's do you know what's interesting about this conversation? Nothing is that Matt is talking about the GameCube version and everything he's saying it can perfectly be transitioned into <laughs> the fucking 3DS version. It's it's not like the the games changed that much in those those years, uh, is it? It's it does well. The 3DS version had online, which and the funniest but thing barely. about that. Well, no, that was the funny thing because <laughs> like I really felt because you used to go and talk to that monkey like in the station to like activate it. And, yeah. it, and it really felt like it, like the way he talked about going online sounded just like this is how Nintendo feel because, like, you just said, you know, I want to, I want to connect to the internet, and he's like, eek, that's terrible. He's like, he's like really scared. You know, <laughs> the, game, like, the game was like sighing. Yeah. Like, Look, do you really want to go online here, or can you just go back, yeah. please? Can you just leave? It was like Southern Rail. <laughs> you, oh, you want to go somewhere? Um, 
yeah, okay, where did that question come from? Oh, yeah, 3DS games. Yeah, there, there are a bunch out there. I mean, um, I don't know how it holds up now, but I remember when the 3DS first came out and the Ridge Racer 3DS game was incredible and I played it for absolutely hours. <coughs> Mario Maker as well, Every, I guess. Everyone, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, yeah, Mario Maker. Uh, everyone really likes those <coughs> Box Boy games. I have not played them because I'm a bad person. The what games? Box Boy. I've never even heard of them. Well... Because it's a cool game, Dave. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, God. I wish I was a cool (laughs) dude. Um, Go on, next question. Now that it's been a while, what are Matt's feelings towards the PS4 Pro? Do the technical benefits become more clear over time? That's from Capone. Biggest waste of money I've ever spent. Well, I haven't got a decent TV, so it's literally pointless. Okay, right. That's not 100% true. It does have a USB port on the back, and that's brilliant for PSVR. Um, When designing PlayStation 4... We had a vision of what gaming could become and created the necessary hardware to support it. We wanted a breadth of titles from AAA to indie, and so we made sure that PS4 was easy for developers to use. We believed in creating a frictionless experience for the gamer, and so we made sure to equip PS4 with a hard drive to shorten load times, as well as the required support for suspending and quickly resuming games and playing as you download them. With that hardware as a foundation, we were able to realize our vision. And as a result, a vibrant gaming community has grown around the consoles. PS4 Pro is not intended to blur the lines between console generations. Instead, the vision is to take the PS4 experience to extraordinary levels. First and foremost, our goal is to deliver high-fidelity graphical experiences. With that in mind, we more than doubled the power of the GPU and adopted many new features from the AMD Polaris architecture, as well as several even beyond. A number of hardware innovations support efficient rendering for 4K displays, allowing titles on PS4 Pro to reach resolutions not thought to be possible on consoles in 2016. For those gamers and developers who put a premium on achieving the smoothest frame rate possible, we're boosting the clock rate of the CPU. Here is Days Gone from Sony's Ben Studio, once again restricted to what a conventional TV can display. So this is utilizing all the detail of 4K, but the luminosity and color are quite similar to what was shown at E3. I'm going to turn on HDR now and show you what changes. Whatever it is that your eye expects to see to convince you that something is real, HDR is supplying that. The colors in the clothes, the brightness of the sun, these all represent a level of photorealism that you've never experienced in a game. Fascinating. The little Capone Adam created and sent in that question so that the mix that you just heard had context. If he included that mix without the question about the PlayStation Pro, it would have been jarring to say the least. It's quite an expensive USB port, though, if you think about it. Um, yeah. If I don't regret it, because actually, only like a couple of weeks afterwards, one of our, <laughs> our roof was leaking, and if I'd still had the money, I would have had to like buy a new roof. So um, I got in just. Just in, just in good time. Um, so instead, instead, <laughs> you've now got a hole in yeah, the roof. A lot of water. But in the you've bedroom. also got your <laughs> <laughs> cannot afford to fix um, it. Um, yeah, the roof got fixed, but um, 
Yeah, no. Yeah, I mean, if if I did some TV, it would do amazing. There's like poor work who've got, um, you know, uh, banging new TVs and the PS and and the pros, and they're absolutely loving them. But I just don't see the benefit. Um, the the UI is faster, sure. It's got a USB port on the back, brilliant. Uh, it's quieter, but it's, it, you know, it, it's not three hundred fifty pounds worth. Well, it wasn't that. Actually, you it bought, didn't pay you that actually because I sold my one for like one hundred and seventy, so it's it's barely anything really. You you <laughs> bought you you bought. You bought uh, it for better VR, yeah, yeah, though, right? Yeah, that's, that's a good the point. Main yeah. and, and, and like um, Robinson was was nursery better, so uh, yeah. I, I think if I had, um, I'm glad I, I'm glad I got it, but also it's, it's a few months waste of money. <laughs> good. Yeah. Uh, next question. Hello, lads. I don't replay many games these days. However, Play Dead's Inside has had me replaying it a few times. Love it in spite of the end. What is even more odd for me is that I'm looking to achieve every trophy in it. I don't do trophies. My two questions are, what makes a game so replayable, just like Inside? Why do some people place major importance on trophies? That's from Lay Knight. I mean, he said they love it in spite of the end. I mean, the end's incredible. Um, yeah, yeah well, bit. it depends. That very last bit, that last scene, that left me a bit cold. Oh, really? I like oh, really? It. Yeah, I was kind of like, okay, what is this? Yeah. I, okay. I don't know um, why, but yeah, it didn't really... It didn't... Um, it didn't do much for me the that last little bit. Okay, uh, it's a I don't know strange couple of questions for me because I I I did really like Inside at the end, but I've no intention of replaying it. I also don't see why it would be a sort of particularly good game for trophy hunting. I don't really know anyone who bothers with that stuff. I now. thought, yeah, that's kind of all dead now, isn't it? I mean, I remember when the three hundred and sixty mm. came out, people were all over it. Like at the beginning, but yeah. nowadays you know, I don't think anyone really cares. I wouldn't say it's dead. I mean, a lot, a lot of people are still well into it. Like especially the um, platinum trophy stuff. Mm-hmm. I still see people mentioning that they, you know, they want to get the platinum trophy in such and such game. Yeah, I don't think it's dead at all. It's just more than any sort of Xbox achievements. Like, it feels like obviously you know Xbox had it first, and, and PS3 had, had had trophies, but it feels like people pride themselves on get on getting the platinum, whereas there isn't really a sort of a fully completed state for Xbox games, is there, in terms of achievements? Yeah, there is. Oh, is there? And But they've got... Yeah, well, they've also added, like, rare achievements as well to that. You know, it's... And they, have, they even has that special sound and everything when you get one, like, that nobody else has got. It's, um... Yeah, it's oh, really? a bit different. Huh. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's, we're, we're probably the wrong people to ask, because, I mean, I know... I, I've certainly never been into that stuff, and I don't think you, you guys have ever mentioned it either. So, yeah. Mm. No, I mean, like, every now and then I might, I might want to, but I know on Battlefield 3 there was an achievement for getting all the emblems or something, and I did that. But I was just loving that game anyway, so I wasn't exactly, I wasn't, I wasn't doing a lot of things different. I mean, one of my, one of my sort of um, most sort of treasured achievements or ones that I, I, I took put as a time into doing was uh, is on half it's on the orange box uh, and playing Half-Life 2 and getting through the Ravenholm I think it's how you pronounce it the Ravenholm section just using the gravity gun which is like, really tough to do but it was really fun oh, to yeah, like, yeah. use the gravity gun to pick up sort of saw blades and basically defeat all the enemies that way um, that's probably the only achievement I can actually remember that I properly put time into getting just because I thought it'd be an interesting way of doing it. Oh God, no, there's that other one I mentioned, um, going through all of Mirror's Edge without shooting a gun and second level in, I think I'm, I told the story before, but a second level in, I thought, okay, I'm going to do it. I'm going to go for the whole game without shooting. I got for the whole game. I, I finished the entire game. The, the second to last level is like rock hard, you know, without shooting a gun and I didn't get an achievement. So I must've shot someone in the first level and forgot about it. 
So that was fun. <laughs> but I, I still think in my head, I still <laughs> basically did the whole game without shooting anyone because I did all the tough bits. That still that still winds me up that I I never found all the orbs in uh, Crackdown. That still sticks out as something that I absolutely have to finish before I die because it I just I don't know I put spent so much time on that game and to not have that achievement uh, still haunts yeah. me to I, this I, day. I got more in Crackdown too, but I know a lot of people weren't, weren't so fond of it. I mean I I I I assume everyone just thinks Crackdown Three is now a Scorpio launch title at this point. So weird, yeah. It is so weird. That I think, that I, think has I, just I completely I, I, fallen it must off be sort of rebuilt for for Scorpio because we haven't didn't hear about it for ages. I mean, that, that, that was that game that, that cloud they were going on it? about. It was going to yeah, the power of the cloud yeah. and all that. They were going to say, mm. and now it's going to be the power of Scorpio. Yeah, remember when that was a yeah. thing? That was <laughs> yeah, bit weird, bit weird. Um, okay, next question. Hi gents, uh, over the weekend someone at EA tweeted uh, hashtag Skate 4 which got lots of people very excited but whilst I'm as happy as the next person to hear possible Skate 4 I've seen this before with Mirror's Edge Catalyst Do you think a Skate 4 would be more successful <laughs> than Mirror's Edge? It seems that sometimes the vocal minority are the only ones who end up buying the games they're eager for but their enthusiasm doesn't get uh, to enough uh, to the rest of the gamers Another show, Kurt uh, Lewin it does make you laugh, doesn't it? How many times we heard, oh man, they should totally bring back Mirror's Edge. Oh yeah, Mirror's Edge. And then they bought it out and no one bought it. <laughs> it was it's just like, because with Mirror's Edge, like, the sort of... Because the first game had, like, you know, a couple of amazing bits and then loads of shit stuff. Like, all the criticisms of it were so unanimous that it was like, look, just get rid of the annoying sort of sticky indoor bits and get rid of the combat. Get rid of the combat. Game does not need enemies. And then they went, okay, we're doing a new one and it's got more enemies and more combat. And it's like, are you fucking less, kidding me? less the enemies and more like, like the gun combat that was gash. I mean, I don't mind having enemies. Yeah. Um, yeah, I suppose like some of the sort of, yeah, sort of using the parkour stuff to like kick people around yeah. and stuff that was pretty good. But, but yeah, but like loads of people just wanted like a really sleek, like exhilarating time trial game. But they weren't I don't know. They wanted to make sure I there suppose, was a story to it and there was a bit of there was a bit of shooting and there was a story to it and there was a story to it and the difference between skate and um Mirror's Edge is that Mirror's Edge was a very flawed game that people saw potential in and Skate mm. was a very, very solid game that people that like skating games absolutely adored so it mm. seemed like a little bit more of a it, i think skate 4 is a little bit more of a safe Definitely. bet whether it will sell well mm. i don't know uh, i know that, that it'll probably be yeah, a good so much game. more potential for skate 4 to be good i mean obviously tony hawk's games uh came and went and died uh so poor after a skating game anyway this was this was this was well loved and especially with things like streaming these days and all, all sort of social elements and like you know video yeah the share and, button know, share, share button or gameplay recording i think there's so much more potential to to do something really fantastic with share, shared shared skating mm. areas streaming recording making own skate videos you know like you can, they could do um elements of what forza horizon 3 did with with the, with the drone cam to create your own skate videos like you could create your own sort of music you know you uh, your own videos in in that mm-hmm. so in forza i reckon there's so much more potential and uh, I'll, I'll be well up for another skate game i only played the first one a bit um but yeah the idea of that excites me much more than a new mirror's edge game 
I tell you, I tell you something while we're talking about sharing and stuff. I thought this the other day, right? See that cocaine? Fucking do it. Come on. I think I prefer the sharing stuff on the Xbox than I do on the PS4. Uh, I think it's a much better system. Well, the PS4 is so much more complete with what it does. So when you hit the share button and save your video, it saves the last 10 minutes and you can export it, you can edit it. Like the, the editing software that that comes with it is so much better than anything that the Xbox One offers. However, the Xbox One makes it so easy. If I record something or and I want to upload it on the PS4, I have to hit share, save it, and then once I've finished playing, I go onto um, the, what is it, share factory, find the bit that I want, edit it out, upload it, and then share it, right? Mm. On the Xbox One, I double tap the guide button and press X, right? So I'm not taken into a complete different sub menu uh, and taken out of the game. I can just literally double double tap it, press X, carry on doing what I'm doing. And then it, it just instantly uploads it to my activity feed. And what I find is that I do that a hell of a lot more because there's, le- there's less afterwork. The videos that I'm sharing on my, from my PS4 are so much better, don't get me wrong, because I'm editing them and putting time into them. But when I just want to upload a little clip of something that's just happened, on the Xbox One, literally do that little command, then it's on my activity feed. And then when I wake up, what I tend to do is if I've missed a gaming session with my mates, I wake up in the morning, open up my Xbox app, and just scroll down the uh, activity list on, on on the app. And then I just watch loads of 30-second clips that my mates have uploaded. And I just think, I'm using this a hell of a lot more than I am my PS4 um, share stuff. Yeah, I, th- weird. they haven't changed that that place that PS the, 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 the what's new tab on PS4 they haven't changed that at all since launch or at least if they have it's really minimal they can yeah. do so much more and I, I think you're totally right that that thing on PlayStation just feels like loads of adverts and it says like Sean played this game for the first time and finally got an achievement which is nice and I like the fact it's very quick to like status although that's sort of pointless I do think you know, for Xbox's problems the activity feed is much easier to go down and, and as you said sort of um, watch your feed of last night's stuff just like you would do when you open Twitter in the morning you see like previous tweets I think there's much there's mu- yeah, much yeah. easier on Xbox um, yeah I wish there was a way to set it so that I press the share button and it instantly just uploads the 30 the last 30 seconds like the, just just like it does on the Xbox because I think you'd see a lot more people sharing cool shit um, at the moment I'm, I feel that I either have to get to it after I finish my gaming session to upload it and share it or um i have to export it to my mac and then edit it that way which i've done as i say some of the rocket league videos i've done i'm really happy with because i've done shit that i would never do on the xbox uh, one stuff that i've recorded but there is something to just doing something quickly and it uploading to my my feed um i i i prefer that way of doing it if i had to pick out of the two but you know, it's it was weird. also I way better to connect as well, isn't it? We just say one. Xbox share that, or you know, um, yeah, it's yeah. just so much better to do that in gameplay rather than it. I totally feel like on PS4, you feel like you are taken out. If I if I got something amazing, it just yeah, it's it's not as solid, it's not as fluid as it is on Xbox. Yeah. You, weird. You, you like share your like um, Roma Six clips and that Xbox DVR dot com. So is that that's an unofficial website, right? How do I you think get it's unofficial, but it's it's. 
it's totally instant. You just go onto xboxdvr.com, type in your username, like your gamer tag. It, it, you know, it doesn't ask you to log in or anything. You just type in the gamer tag, and all the screenshots and all the videos that are there. Well, um, the only problem is to your feed. I presume not just saved. Well, no, because when you save, it instantly shares to oh, your okay, feed. Okay. Please. Yeah, so when you hit Xbox record that, it instantly puts it on your feed for you, which makes, I prefer it that way because you know the deal, you know it's getting uploaded and shared straight away. Um, And it just means you don't have to go back and worry about sharing it. It's just up there from that initial sort of share thing. Um, Yeah, two completely different ways of doing it, but I think I prefer, although, as I say, although you get better videos out of the PS4 shared stuff, the fact that it's just so simple to do on xbox one makes it the better system for me i just wish there was an option to do it that way on the ps4 because i do not open that app enough on my phone to to look at what my mates have done in fact i pretty much never do that i only use it to type stuff in like codes and that but weird um, just um, one quickly talk about xbox they've, they've announced this week that the um the snap uh, f- mode is getting removed from the next dashboard update. So, like, uh, yeah. obviously, currently, if you like stream, like Twitch is on the side. Like, how how is that going to work? Like, do, do we? Well, no, no, you don't. It's not on the side, is it? You close it down. It, it initially comes up snapped. You set your settings up, go start broadcast, and then you close it oh, down. Yeah. If you want to, That's yeah, how that it's works. Like you can have it there optionally if you want to, uh, or you can. Yeah, it's it. It, it, but when you're actually playing and streaming at the same time, it's an overlay. But the streaming on the Xbox One is a total fucking yeah, it, joke. In fact, just... I watched this video where like Major Nelson, some other guy, like how I'm talking about this new dashboard feature, and they're like, "Yeah, we're still offering fantastic streaming services." And I, I wanted to say, "No, you're not. The Twitch app is it's fucking embarrassing. It's so bad, like compared to PlayStation. It is bad. On, on PS4, you can put like, a little banner, like a little message on. You've got a chat on the right hand side. It's it's not obviously as good as say like you know uh, streaming for your, for, your, for your PC and stuff, but it's it's great at what it does. With Xbox, it's just a total mess. It feels, I mean, at least does, for me. Does PS4 allow you to stream through other services as well as Twitch, though? Or is it just Twitch? Yeah, YouTube. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, you could do it for YouTube. And there's a third one as well. I can't remember what it is off the top of my head. I mean, it used to be Ustream. There is another. Fucking Daily Motion or something. Something like that, yeah. I, I, it'd be interesting to see which ones pick up Facebook Live. I think mm. Facebook Live will be added to these soon. Um, I'd be, yeah, I'd be interested to see who picks that up first. Um, I think that's the next yeah, one. Definitely. But yeah, sorry. Should we do one more and then call it call it a day? Because it's been well, there, going on. We got we got we got tweets. Do you want to? What do you want to do? Fuck. Do, quickly then. Do like free. Let's do free. <sighs> okay. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> no, because you're putting pressure on now. Because now I've got to choose which ones, and it's like you know. Oh no! Well, there's one I can answer very job. quickly. Okay, which which one's that, Sean? Can you just give me a? Uh, Stuart Baker UK. Okay. Okay, so Stuart Baker UK says, does Sean ever finish games? Uh, very rarely. Next question. Good point. Two left. Okay. Wisely. <laughs> Desmond says, how many British shorthand names for games can you think of? E.g. Resi, Sensi, Tights, that kind of thing. Right, come on then. Fick, like, fling game names at me and I'll, I'll, do, I'll do the old Chet and John's abbreviation. El Shaddai, Ascension of the Metatron. <laughs> Shadiers next. I thought you were going to go for Shadders. Shadders right. was better. Next. Halo. Halo. <laughs> oh, 
Oh, they call it the ales, <laughs> yeah, don't yeah, they? Ales, yeah, ales. <laughs> <laughs> they call it the ales. Uh, uh, any others? Um, no. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> okay, so uh, Phil Nicklin says, um, "Who's your favourite writer currently writing about video games?" Sean. You're asking me for because you no, I was nominating you. You're my favourite writer. No, oh, I'm right. joking. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I haven't got one. Is that bad? Can I? Can I? I'm I'm very out of touch at the moment. Can I honest. say you, David? And I'm not even joking because you've done you've written some good stuff recently. Like particularly, on, like what the stuff about the Switch was really good. I enjoyed that article. Yeah. Okay. What else have I done that's good? I enjoyed most of your game reviews you've done recently. They've been good. And what else? No, let's keep stop it this. coming. Oh, this is, this is, this did you like my sand thing that I did three years ago? Go on, tell, <laughs> tell us about the sand thing. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Thank you, James. That's very polite of you, but it also sounds like you're after something. I'm after nothing. <laughs> right. Um, I mean, obviously, like there's a couple of people who are just on another level, like you, Christian Donlan, Wesley Impulse, people like that. But I just, I always find myself avoiding their stuff because it just makes me feel shit about. Them. <laughs> My own writing. Oh, so. I totally get that. I totally get yeah. that. When you're reading other people, like I don't see myself as a writer in any way, shape, or form. Right? Don't, mm-hmm. don't get me wrong. I, you know, it's not my job, and I see a, um, I still see a huge benefit in proper games writing. You know, I, I mm-hmm. love sitting down and reading a good piece on Eurogamer or, or um, you know, various different sites. Uh, you know, I still can spot a website that you know it's is not paying their staff and a website there is right i still think there's a huge benefit in having the sort of fan uh fanzine style writing i still find it i still think there's a huge benefit in that however i still really do appreciate the quality uh professional writing right so i see the mm. difference and um, the thing is i just read so much stuff from so many different sources that i very rarely pick, like i can very rarely pick out one writer that i can put above others if that makes sense yeah um there's there's there tends to be a lot of this is a really good article and it, as opposed to this is a really good writer, and maybe that's a bad thing. Maybe it's a good thing. I don't know, but that's just the way. I, I guess that's my browsing habits. I guess I know what you mean. Like you often, I've mentioned this before, but like, like as a freelancer, it's weird because you write for a, a big website, and it might be like the first thing you've ever done for them, and it was literally just, "Hey, do you want to review this?" Yeah, sure. Here's a review. Cheers. And then people in the comments are like, this is part of this website's fucking vendetta against such and such. And it's <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. mate. Like, <laughs> so, you know, there's still that issue of like people perceive websites as like singular entities, which is dumb. Um, uh, PC Games N is a good laugh. I don't know if you read that. Uh, Kirk McKeon like churns out news on there, but it's usually uh, like really entertaining I, was, I think like being a news guy would fucking kill me uh, on that note Joe Scrabbles as well though he's a mate so yeah you can't him. really do game of gear um yeah. uh, it's <laughs> yeah no Joe's great um it's there's also I've I, I've found myself going on forums a hell of a lot less than I used to but mm. I'd be lying if I didn't say that I was still you know lurking around on Rollmuck and um, get, uh, was it a G Arcade and stuff? There's the, the, those websites I still sort of just pop on and just 
I guess, gauge opinion, <laughs> which is mm-hmm. sometimes the worst thing you can do on a forum because it's so inflated on those things that, you know, you don't really get a fair understanding. But there's still some really good points coming out of, the, you know, her fan base threads and stuff uh, that's yeah. still worth doing. I can't, I just can't get on with, um, like, you You guys, most of you guys read Reddit, right? Yeah. Yeah. You love nah. it. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. You love nah. it. <clears throat> Yeah, you love that. 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 Right, so it's just Matt and, uh, Matt and James. Like, I still can't wrap my head around Reddit. It's, it's a massive forum. I can't forum. get into it. It's just a massive yeah, forum. It, it's a big, yeah, it's a big I, cesspool. Of, it like, seems you know, weird <laughs> because, like, it's one of those things where I'll, I'll sometimes I'll click a link and it will be a discussion about something, and sometimes I'll click a link and it will just take me to like an image, and I'm like, well, yes. what? Uh, uh, what you're doing is you actually if you click on the actual name of the post like, that will often take you through to the the actual source so if something's called like you know look at this you can click on it it'll just probably go straight to like a, a link for an image whereas if you click on the comments you'll see comments about about that thing just download the reddit app and start following like you know just it'll go into like the switch reddit and ps4 reddit and stuff yeah i've been on switch reddit every, every day for the last yeah few weeks it's brilliant it's just basically uh, a giant forum on sucks. any single on any subject in the world, um, and it's it's great, especially like especially pre-launch. You know, it's great. It's great around PSVR launch time. It's going to be great in the next few weeks for Switch. It's just a, yeah, it's just a, a frenzy in there. All right, maybe I should pick that yeah. up. Can so I the last one? Can we do one yeah, more? Because this, let's, let's do one for okay. Easter Vu. Oh, no, no, I want to do. I want to do Luke Cage. Okay, <laughs> sorry, Easter Vu. Um, we'll ask, ask yours another time. No, because this guy, this is the second time he sent this one, and I think it's quite good for the moment. It's got, in today's ever-increasingly uh, bleak world, when's the last time you felt genuinely ecstatic or gleeful about a game release? Every fucking day. God. You know what um, I'm like, but I'm, I'm pretty gleeful about Breath of, the Wild, actually, Breath of the Wild, actually. I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, Last Guardian was, like, genuinely a bit emotional when that finally came out, but then... Then I played it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I suppose I wasn't too pumped for it before release, but I've never been so into a game. Obviously, you know what's coming, Titanfall 2. When that came Mm -hmm. out, I'd never been so... Well... Yeah, no, that, that I was I was so pumped and like loved every moment of playing that game after release that um that was a very exciting period. But on a build up to a game, I can't remember being as excited uh for a game as I am Mass Effect Andromeda. See, I was yeah, I was about to say I think the the last one where I was fully like when this comes out you will not see me for days. Like I cannot fucking wait was probably Mass Effect 3. Oh God! And I remember because um, I played that game. We got quite early review code for that. I think it was mm-hmm. about two or three weeks. Um, and I remember feeling sick when I had it in my hands, like like physically. <laughs> oh my God! I can't believe this is here. And 
if you remember, not many people do, but if you remember, it was 60 hours of amazing game followed by one mm. hour of slightly shady game. But I remember playing like the first 10, 15 hours of that game and thinking, holy fuck, this is incredible. See, like absolutely adoring it. I liked it, but I still prefer 2. 2 was still... Two's, two's a better game. It's, 2 is a better game. I prefer the yeah. pacing of 2. I didn't like like the way, mm-hmm. like the pacing of three, you know, the whole sort of like, you know, everything's going to end imminently. And then you've got that whole feeling of like, well, why am I doing all these side missions? I ought to be like getting on with saving the world. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Didn't like that. That, well, that yeah, was weird. Fucking but... Thane's death scene, mm-hmm. mate. Fuck me. Fuck your last guardian. <laughs> Jesus. I think the difference is though, um, I bounced off of uh, Mass Effect 1. So I didn't have the hype for starting Mass Effect 2. I was fully hyped up for starting Mass Effect 3. I was like, I know the story, (laughs) I know what's happened, and I know what's about to happen and how important that is. I cannot wait to see where this goes. Uh, Yeah, man, I was pumped for that game. (laughs) Big time. I still loved it. Still loved it. Even even when I'd finished it, I'd still loved it. And on reflection, some of the complaints made about it, I can understand, but there was so much of it was so good. Like, there was that bit where you were looking over that asteroid field when you're out in space and he referenced I can't remember what character it was but he sort of referenced someone and said said she would have liked this and you know it was moments like that that was like wow this is really fucking me up emotionally simply because I've Mm. put so many hours into this series that I care about the characters this much Uh, yeah fucking great did you you never played that final DLC did you Sean which one was that Uh, the one where they have the party oh yeah I remember that Oh fuck! It's, no, I don't think I did. I, Jesus, I thought I'd done it all. I said, I said after you've got to play it before the start of the new one because <laughs> I said it was like you know comic relief where they get a serious drama to do a sort of wacky version of it. Yeah. <laughs> it was like that. Like there was things going on <laughs> that I was thinking, "Wow, what is this?" <laughs> but it's worth playing. Definitely worth playing. Fair dues. I wonder if I, I must still have my save on the three sixty. The the main enemy in that DLC was um, Shepard's lack of groove. You ain't far off. So, (laughs) (laughs) uh, yeah, it was weird. And if I remember correctly, there was a line in it saying, I can't believe I just saved the universe with a toothbrush. I mean, it was just comic relief. Like, it was a comic relief episode of, (laughs) I don't know, was that Midwives or whatever it's called? (laughs) It was essentially that. But good. I, I like that game. Amazing. Uh, right, let, okay, let, that's let, it. Let's do one more. Right? Um, SMW, uh, I'm thinking about starting on my own podcast. <sighs> Any tips you wish someone had shared of you when you were starting out? See that cocaine? Fucking do it. My only advice is just prepare to be bad at it for ages. Do it. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it's just a thing you just have to work on and keep listening back to it and you you just learn what what works about you and other like and the people you're with and what doesn't and like even like us starting this like i think it it took us a few episodes to settle into like the you know the cast and everything like we all knew each other but we'd never consistently done a show with the four of us and even though we've all done shows before like that's still a thing you like you never you're never at a point where you can just walk into a room with anyone and be like right this works like that's always a thing you have to work out and figure out. I think you've just put the fucking cherry on it, right? Yeah, absolutely. Because the dynamics are so 
different no matter who you're podcasting mm. with and it's kind of like okay i can push this and i can't push it it's just the advice that you need to take it is the advice i always give people that, that are starting up with podcasting don't worry about listening figures don't change what you're mm. doing to appease appease people it's not about listening yeah. figures this 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 um hobby i guess if you want to call it that is more about look if you change what you're doing to try and get more listeners then you're going to do something that you don't really want to put out because you'll change like you're you're focusing on the wrong things focus on making a show that you enjoy doing that you find yeah, totally. entertaining to listen back to and and that will make you want to do it more and when you want to do and, it and you'll cultivate the audience of like of people that you are more likely to actually like yeah yeah, <laughs> you 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 don't need to be Radio One. You don't need to be professional. You don't need to change the way you talk or the way you act. Just do what you think is right. It's all right, and and then listen back and think. Actually, this didn't work. Or you know, the other thing is find, try and work out what you're not so good at, and either try and improve that or just don't do it anymore. You know, if you're better at keeping on subject, like if it sounds better when you stay on subject, then try and stay on subject in future. If you think, actually, we sound better when we go off on little, our little tangents and rambles, then put together a show that sort of brings that out. Don't keep to strict features and stuff like that, you know? That's, it takes a lot of listening back. Yeah. It takes I a mean, lot of listening what back. What Sean said, I mean, I, I still, I'm still learning every single week. Every single, every single week I listen back to the podcast and say... I wish I'd said that or I should have done that better or I'll try and do that better next time. I'm like learning every single week I do this. Um, doesn't matter how many you've done. I think you can always do it. I've got a couple of bits of advice. One, um, whenever you create any, anything, like any art, what, whatever you want to call it. So whatever, whenever you create anything, people will criticize and not everyone's going to like it. And basically don't be afraid of that and don't let people stop you doing something if you love doing it. Like it's any, anything, anything creative. There's always good someone who doesn't like it. And uh, it's about, I guess, putting up with putting up with people who don't like it, and, and don't be afraid, and don't let that stop you creating something you want to create. And especially like because with podcasts, like obviously, very few people charge for them, right? So <laughs> you've always got that fallback. If like if someone doesn't like it, you just be like, "Well, do you want a fucking refund? You cunt, cocks." Like you just, <laughs> and we can say that. So, like no one's lost anything by no one's lost anything by listening to it. So you, you don't have to. There's no guilt if someone didn't enjoy it. Whatever, you know. Right, I'm gonna have to cut in there, Matt. You're gonna have to close the show. I've got to okay, go. Okay, cool. Something's going down. Okay. I'll, I'll I'll catch you later. Right. Um, I, right. I guess following on from that, yeah. But I, mean, I guess following on from what Dave said, um, if you just create something that you like, and then chances are there'll be an audience for that. Um. Also, I yeah. also get good people to do it with. It's, I know it's, I know it sounds <laughs> like obvious, but yeah, if you get people that you can work with, it's it's good. Yeah, good. But it, but equally, don't think like you and like oh well, me yep. and my mates are yeah. funny, so <laughs> we'll just record it and that'll work. Not that's, that's why I said good people. You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but ultimately, I mean, I'm still not sure. Yeah. I, I listen to loads of podcasts. I love listening to podcasts, and it's it's incredibly rewarding and um and and fun to, to record your own podcast. So I'll urge anyone to give it a go. Yeah, uh, but yeah, but don't be afraid of criticism yeah. and just just keep on doing it. Really. Um, well, 
Yeah. Oh, decent microphones if you yeah. can. Yeah, I mean, because I, 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 a lot I, of people um, start out thinking. Yeah, Nick I, um, just I'm recording. Uh, I think um, me, Sean, and Dave are all recording with Blue Yetis. They're around a hundred quid on 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 Amazon, but obviously, no, yeah. obviously Which is not cheap. Means, yeah, you don't have to start with that. I mean, like you know, Dave, Dave, and Mark started with SingStar mics. So, um, but but the, 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 but there is definitely like a <laughs> a, a minimum quality that the listeners will be sort of prepared to put up with. I mean, so some. Yeah, I mean, I've got. I've got a snowball, which you know, it's. I think they're about fifty quid. Yeah, and uh, I don't know. I think it sounds not too bad. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I've watched tons of mics over the years. I've got, I've, been, I've used like XLR mics, I proper recording mics with a proper mixer, and that was okay when we did a few like Eurogamer live shows. But now I'm just on using this USB yeah, mic. Yeah, it's yeah. plug, it's plug in, and it works, and it sounds great, and it's it's easy. Um, but yeah, the, the, um, quality and in terms of audio quality, it's, it's definitely something you need to need to look at. But but you don't have to spend. Tons and tons, and if you're just starting off, that there are sort of there are cheaper things to 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 use, and and, to, and if you feel like you want to do a lot more of it, then it's worth yeah worth getting a bit more a bit a better mic. Um, yeah, like it doesn't have to sound like super professional. It's just the amount of times like people. Um, like I've seen people who've started a show and I'm like, oh right, I like them, I will listen to their show and it sounds like they're having a fucking telephone conversation. It's like, oh come on. <laughs> like it's like when you know, especially if you're trying to listen in the car or something, it's just impossible to follow what's going on. So Yeah. You don't have to worry with yeah. stings or beds or theme music. You can just go super basic. Mm. You know, I mean, you, you, I, I remember some old podcasts back in the day, I spent like hours editing editing bits out and changing conversations <laughs> around and all sorts. Now it's just get out there and yeah. I mean, that's the most important thing. Yeah. Um, any other, any other tips yeah. uh, or, or is that it for now? That's it. If you're looking for very good, uh, but cheap audio editing software, I cannot recommend Reaper enough. It's, it's brilliant. It's like fucking $50 or something. Um, yeah, and it does everything I've ever needed to. As, as I, I still use Audacity, podcast. which is free. So. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, there's nothing wrong with Audacity. I just find it a bit of a pain to use sometimes. But then, I mean, obviously, yeah, because you've edited before, and that there's absolutely nothing wrong with uh, that. Yeah. So. Audacity, yeah, it's a free download yeah. on 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 Mac and on PC. It, it's uh, this, that's what we're using right now to record each of our separate audio files, and then and then we'll we'll bang it up together. But yeah, Audacity is free. It's it, it's it's not the most attractive of programs, but it does the job, and yeah, it's 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 a good to use. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, that, well, that, that's probably it for the show. Um, obviously, you can follow the show on Twitter. We're at Computer Game Pod on Twitter. We're um, on iTunes, of course. We're we're on Facebook. Uh, episodes go up each week on our YouTube channel. Just search for the Computer Game Show on YouTube, uh, and you can email the show, the Computer Game Show at gmail dot com. Uh, that's it for this week. We will see you uh, next week. Thanks a lot. Um, sure thanks life. for living it. so that's been joypod uh this week i hope you've enjoyed the show look that big old graham hunter is coming back again let's get in closer and have a listen shall we Okay, Graham, I'll just be a little while, okay? I'm just about to finish this edit. Just, I'll come out and play with you in a bit, okay? 
just play my song. Just is I made I spent ages making this mix DJ thing song. I made the song. Play my song. How long is it? Uh, just over one minute. That is mental. Why would you have a, no podcast has a intro theme tune that lasts over one minute, Graham? Well, yeah, but only because they're not as hard-working and dedicated as me. Yeah, but you're just going to ruin the flow, aren't you? You just want to get straight to the point of the podcast. Like, everyone just skips it. You know, whenever I start playing the like the computer game show, I just skip 15 seconds. Not 30 seconds, because then you miss the funny David intro bit. But, you know, where he goes, hey, hello, or... What's the other one? Well, hello there, like that one. You missed that, so I only do... I skip the first 15 seconds. But if it was a minute, I'd have to press that button three times. Well, you've spent nearly a minute talking about why you don't want this... my music in your show. You mean edit. It's not my show, Graham. Look, the music they use at the moment for the computer game show doesn't really sound like music that would fit a podcast that is named the computer game show whereas my music fits it fits it makes sense and it it works because it sounds like a computer game show if that makes sense. No, but uh, let's just play it. Let's let's just play it. Okay, where's it? Okay. The computer game show. The computer game show. It's good, isn't it? Yeah, it's uh, yeah, like computer game noises, aren't they? Like robots. Computer games are like robots. Yeah. Well done, Graham. Okay. Thanks, Graham. Bye. Off he goes. That was just noise. The edit is now complete and the Capone Adam can hide away. His time is now over. 
as he rolls away using a succession of focused of well-maintained succession of forward rolls he fades away into the trees. Like a drunk lost cat that really likes trees. Thank you for watching. Oh yeah and climate change is real. Goodbye.